Guardian, we've picked up a high-gain transmission. Origin point is somewhere along the coast, near the Cosmodrome. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Cosmodrome Radio, episode 43. We are back again, once again, for a brand new episode for y'all. It is exciting to be back. We had a week, about a two-week break, because last week, as y'all saw, we jumped into Crota's End on day one, and it was rather eventful, I would say, rather eventful. Um, and, and it, 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 we we all need therapy after that madness. Oh my god! Like Crota, like we we was all talking mess. We all treated Crota like he wasn't shit, and then they said, "Hey yo, mm -hmm. we 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 done made him the shit instead of just shit." And I, I have he to took that personal. They took that real personal. Like like like, and the thing was. I didn't want to believe uh, Blackburn during, during the, the, the after party. I didn't want to believe him. And then <laughs> something about it, the way he kept talking, I'm like, something don't seem right. And I started to warn people like, hey, be real careful when you go in here. It's going to hurt. And then the minute you see that first pendulum just go whack, it was all said and done. <laughs> But don't forget, folks, that you can listen. To, you can listen to this podcast after the show, like probably probably the next day, over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those great places, Amazon Music, and Audible. I don't know why they have it on Audible too, but you know what? If you want to listen to your audiobook and the show, you definitely can do that too. If you want to check out the brand new merch, you can hop over to shop.cosmodromeradio.com. We have our brand new raid shirt. Uh, the the Zen merch is there. Our, our mascot Craig the Dragon is trying to pick up a sword and mess with Crota, and Crota is confused. He's like, "What are you?" doing but so go check that out and support the show if you can and make sure you follow us on twitter at cosmodrome radio but other than that, that those are the semantics we have a great show for you tonight folks we are one uh, body short of a fire team and we are uh, like, like ready to roll up into this raid discussion we're gonna touch on the twid from last week and a little bit of this week and then we're gonna dive straight into what's going on so definitely just buckle up with us we're gonna get through this my name is Panda the Paladin. I am recovering from being sick because Ohio sucks, but you know what? I'm still here. I'm kicking it to my, what is this? I'm like, I got like five different angles here. So to my left, we have our special guest for the evening. She likes to be a PvP connoisseur over here running people over in Metroplex, having a great time. Dirty Terminator, how you doing, girl? Hello. Thanks for having me. Most dev. You want to shout out where you be and whatnot? Uh, I'm in South Carolina. That's like, 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 like on like 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 oh. like like the interwebs oh. and whatnot. <laughs> Don't you dox yourself. Damn it, you know, people. <laughs> this is what I'm, I'm always gonna make myself look so dumb. No matter what I do, my <laughs> <Like> bad. <laughs> you sound so professional. Uh, right. oh, no, I'm the cool. village that's idiot. Cool. No, that's cool. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, my bad. No, you good. You good. Oh, I'm on TikTok and Twitch. Same name. Hello. Hell Sorry. yeah. Hell yeah. All right. And then to my right, we have the man who apparently suffered a whole stream with with, with, with 
the dreaded lanterns and pendulums today, taking some of the clan as well as some of his followers in there today and had a very well time. If anyone needs therapy after after the raid, it's definitely Cajun. He went from being hella frustrated to going full Florida man on Crota after the contest mode went off. Cajun, oh, we are going to talk about that for sure. Uh, but, oh, I got some takes on the Crota. Like, don't get me wrong, freaking Crota. What Bungie pulled off, freaking comments galore but hey what's up everybody hopefully y'all are having a good day and y'all ready for a good show all right all right then we have um the number one fan of the uh, of the pendulums uh, uh, like the uh, everyone's favorite sherpa parent tower how you doing oh is tower dead oh tower's Ta muted towers why are you muted i think tower's dead Okay, Tower must be doing something. We'll, we'll come back to her. Uh, then we have the president of the Zevo Rats uh, fan club. Uh, he he was our silent murderer uh, in the raid. Uh, we, he has now christened himself Mothman after getting the new Hunter Gauntlets this past few weeks. Uh, Dave, how you doing, bud? I am Mothman. Uh, <laughs> nothing else need be said, correct? Fair, I am fair Mothman. Enough. Mothman is I. Like we literally, this man just friends. kept chucking names like a fiend, and he would just go, <laughs> he would just go Mothman, and it was the funniest shit, bro. Yeah, keep spirits high. Okay, so, yeah, cool. I'm back for all my my like super awesome fans to adore. Uh, you know, don't forget to sing your tribute to Zivu. That's especially uh, you know, that after is. this week. Make sure you tie to Zivu because the battle is commencing soon. Oh, doesn't seem very happy recently. So you know, we gotta. We gotta perk her up, you know. You keep her happy. All right. So Tower's headphones are currently like dying. So Tower will be with us shortly. So Tower, just shout, just shout out when, when when you are back. Um, hopeful. Uh, th thankfully, uh, everyone's cameras didn't go sideways when Tower just left. So I'm praising the heavens right now. Um. So yes, 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 yes. All right. So. Uh, from last week's tw uh, tweet, we definitely do want to comment on the fact that Bungie has announced they are going to be finally retooling Stasis after Stasis has been everyone's favorite. Uh, like, if, if it, I, I made the joke previously that I, I forget what specifically it was, but like, there's the, like, there are multiple different Jan Bradys of the the Destiny fandom. But if anyone's <laughs> the Jan Brady right now of the Destiny oh. uh, like landscape, it is definitely Stasis because Bungie hasn't been neglecting Stasis like it was the redheaded stepchild ever since mm -hmm. uh, Lightfall came out, and it has been horrendous. There's been diehard fans like me that has stuck with Behemoth for so long. And everyone's like, oh my god, Behemoth's busted in PvP. No, it's not. Stop it. You're abusing one fragment. Stop it. You, you're not <laughs> funny. Like, Behemoth needs so much help. It's not even funny. Like, granted, do we still do crazy damage in, like, when it comes to boss damage occasionally for certain bosses? Yes. Riven is, like, hates me. But, like, in, but in general... I'm I'm excited they're retuning some things. They said in last week's tweet, uh, for our stasis lovers out there, we have some things coming in regards to stasis abilities for season 23. Not only will the seasonal artifact feature stasis perks, but there will be uh, also be stasis ability changes coming, including glacial quake, frost pulse, winter shroud, glacier grenade, and more. When I hear that, my brain is concerned that Bungie's gonna nerf glacial quake rather than improving mm. it, and I'm like, Bungie what? don't play with me. Like what? Don't like don't touch my glacial quake. It's already barely functioning as it is. Like, 
still treat yeah. it with respect. So I don't know what, what could be going on with that. But like in general, I'm excited for Stasis to get some love because it's felt like oh, like the only people who enjoy Stasis right now are Warlocks and PvP. Otherwise, no one's really touching Stasis, and it's kind of sad. Like even um, Silence and Squall has fell out of the PvE meta, and it's like, what's going on? So hopefully they address some of that. But I don't know. Like, see, how do you feel about Stasis? Might getting some love. Uh, PvE wise, it needs a lot of love, especially um, like the Hunter Super Silence and Squall. Um, it, uh, it does not need to be nerfed in PVE, no, no, um, no. at all. Like, I agree with you. Okay, cool. Cajun, how you feeling? So, um, I feel like it's, Stasis has been the middle child for a while. So basically Stasis came in, brand new freaking baby. Everybody loved it. Then everybody started to hate it because of freaking all the interactions. Oh my God, it was horrendous. And then the 3.0 subclasses came now granted i wasn't around for that but it was like that was like the brand new child you know the the firstborn getting all the love now and then we got strand and strand's been all the rave and stacy's been off in the corner trying to play with the toys and you know nobody's want to interact with it um but between the new some of the stasis exotics getting reworks number one the fact Okay, it looks like Tower Mom's not going to be able to rejoin us. And the fact that um, between the reworks, the fact that Stasis Fragments are now, and Aspects are easier to get access to, that's a big plus. Yeah. I think next season, even right now, even right now, I'm, I've been talking to so many people uh, using Stasis Warlock, using freaking Stasis Titan. I've actually got a Stasis Titan build that someone just put me on to. I, really? Tomorrow, I'm going to put together because if you if you try, if you tell me it's the it's the Lance Cap, I'm gonna question you. No, no, you ready for this? Feedback fence. What? Feedback Feed- fences are nice. Well, so like ever since fe- the rework, I've been questioning because like I thought feedback fences were perfect for PvP. But then they're like, hey, we're going to rework them in general. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm going to tell you right now, Banner of War with Fletch's Storm, Feedback Fence is a phenomenal freaking build for Strand. But someone pointed me and said, hey, take a look at its interactions with uh, Stasis. You can shut just about everything down in PvE. Well, I'm I'm about to be a happy snowboy in a minute. I didn't know that to use those for PVE. Huh. Well, because like because what they did with the rework was they made uh, feedback fence be dependent on armor charges. So like now, ever since the rework, they haven't really been a staple for PVP. That was my favorite Iron Banner build last season was just cranking out with feedback fence because everyone wanted to rush you because of fortress. Yep. But now, like it, it, when, they, when they announced the rework, I was kind of like eh, not really caring as much. But now that they're saying they're gonna rework it, I'm like. Okay, maybe we might mess with it. We might mess around. So hopefully this rework might, like, might actually do some crazy shit. I might be on an armor picker after the podcast, but the screen looks whack for like two <laughs> seconds because I'm turning streamer mode back on because tower popped in and I heard a beep and I'm like, ah. Yeah. So, but I am, but on, I am looking but I am looking forward to what Bungie's going to bring to the table next season as far as uh, stasis as well as perks in the artifact that are going to be interacting. I think next season could really shake up and show that all the subclasses have a great viability in various aspects of the game that we Most haven't definitely. seen in a while. And that's going to be bringing, 
And that's also going to bring all these subclasses into a good position for final shape. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that one. Oh, oh really? I, oh, really, David? I, you going to be the contrarian? Oh, oh, Mr. Negativity Diva. No, oh, he's the positivity uh, diva. What I was told mean? I was too positive last yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Now you're going to be the contrarian. <laughs> so the reason I say that is that I feel like there are viable builds for each subclass, for each like uh, guardian type, but I do not feel like they are equal. If you like, like some subclasses are only viable in PvP, while others are only viable in PvE. That makes sense. And I feel like that needs to be addressed. Like, yeah, stasis is pretty chill because of the like um, unshackling of like uh, renewals grasp yes. from hunters and stuff like uh, like some pretty cool like stasis tools that they implement in the game like you can make some pretty decent stasis hunter builds but genuinely nobody's gonna run that over something like solar strand or uh, void but like void hunter in pvp right now like not on your worst day. I mean, I mean it's still viable because of the invis. It's viable, but is it? Is it like? Are you gonna pass up something like arc, something like strand for PvP? And that's kind of the issue. Right? I think um, hunters and a lot of other classes like deal with in the game is that you have viable options for each subclass, but big picture wise, a lot of people aren't gonna give up some of the other options. And that really just diminishes the viability of the classes altogether. Well, with Void Hunter, it just depends on your build. Like, you can run Gemini Jesters with Invis and, and do just fine with the Chaperone. Ooh, Gemini. Take it with Radar. Aren't, isn't Gemini at Zer right now, too? Like, that sounds yeah. terrifying. Gemini Jesters is actually really good with Art, too. But a lot of people don't use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you run it like uh, with like a punchy build, you can really fuck people up. But that's fair. Yeah, you know, that's build grabbing, but like legit, you still have to like compete with other really good exotics and other really good builds. And that's not to say that a lot of people won't do that. I'm just saying, like genuinely, I think Bungie needs to reevaluate like the way that they build things for classes. I think hunters are too, like, uh, neutral game viable. They don't really have identity builds. Like, but Dave, I want my stompies. Uh, oh God! A, a piece of trash. <laughs> if you need no. stompies, you should throw them in the garbage. Take oh. them off. Take them off. Things are garbage. I need my stompies to survive. But they'll that, say. But that's the thing, though. Like, stompies aren't they good? It's the same issue, like, and taste. There really aren't any. Listen, hold on. Now you speaking blasphemy. Now you speaking blasphemy. (laughs) Like, genuinely, outside of like a couple niche picks. See, if you said Synthoseps, I can respect that that, that, that comparison. Uh But Antaeus are a little bit differently, where they're similar to, say, something like Gemini Jester Jester or something like that, where they were hella niche and no one played with them. But ever since people saw, like, oh, you can counter things, you can actually do things with them. Because we were talking about before the show. 
how no one touched Antaeus, no one cared about Antaeus, but the first time they saw that you could block a main ingredient, it was off to the races, and everyone said we needed to have Antaeus. And and I, I swear by that statement that nobody cared because Antaeus saw no buffs, no nerfs, no crazy thing going on since they were nerfed originally because that shield used to be huge. And now it's like, nerf Antaeus, nerf Antaeus. But Antaeus didn't do shit. Antaeus was sitting in the corner. You, No one cared about Antaeus. But now that it can block a Nova Bomb, everyone's freaking the hell out. And it's like, I'm sorry. I thought Antaeus was in everybody's vault. What happened? Like I said, Stompies is just like Antaeus. It's really only good because people found that it has like one niche use. Yeah. It's not even that good of an exotic, honestly. It's just the buff that it provides allows people, uh, hunters, to be a little bit better at the core mechanics of the game. That being moving and shooting. Like Outside of that, what else does it do? It That's just fair. makes you jump and your slide better. Like Legit. That's okay. it. It does nothing exotic worthy, really. And that just allows a particular kind of playstyle. If you can get in people's face and throw off their fine motor movement, uh, motor control, you know, and like legitimately just kill them quickly with a shotgun or a fusion rifle or whatever, like, yeah, stompies are exceptionally good. But that's it. They don't do anything. That's why Bungie's having a problem nerfing it. Just like uh, fucking Whale for Warlocks. Well, we'll dive into that. that that's that's going to be a discussion later because that kind of ties into the entire discussion with, like, with Crota because of that little tidbit we got from the PC yeah. Gamer article. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about that in a minute. But we will definitely be having more of, the, of a PvP discussion next week because before the show, we decided to have T back next week and have sort of a PvP summit with some other friends. So we'll definitely have to have that discussion next week. So hold your thoughts on the stompies there, David. And we'll, we'll be back to discuss, dissect that conversation because hopefully T's hundred friends don't come in and bash your head in because that might be a no. bad time. All right. Exactly. I'm over here messing with the fuck is up there. All right. So the other thing that that was like spe- speaking of the like, our little PVP summit that we're, that we're gonna have next week, Bungie's new PVP strike team, as they're calling it. it like once your guys' feedback, if you haven't checked on Twitter and seen that, they want your guys' feedback of the state of PVP, and we'll be going through that thread as well as having our own discussion next week. So definitely look into that. Should, like add your opinions to that thread, and we'll dive more into that next week. But the other thing I wanted to touch on is the the armor set that Joe Blackburn had told us during his little Twitter video Ooh. that people were going to get um, in the, like in the playlist, the core playlist, uh, like finally has been released with, with the newest patch. And you can go into Gambit, go into Strikes, go into Crucible and get this. Um, I, I, as somebody who's played over 20 uh, like matches of Iron Banner this week already and is like two... Th- things away from gilding his uh, uh, Iron Lord thing for the fifth time. I have gotten none of this yet, but uh, and some people are frustrated by the drop rate. I don't really care; it's fine. But the armor looks nice. I think it looks mm-hmm. cool. Um, I will say that Bungie, you need to start doing this every season if you want to keep people interested, not just hand people a handout. 
that, yep. that 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 that's just my opinion because you see people sweating for this set right now like you would have people encouraged for the first time in a hot minute to engage with your core playlist beyond the like the pvp sweats people are actually giving a crap about this because you gave them something worth chasing beyond just like a random gun here and there because granted the new uh stasis uh shira's wrath knockoff that's in crucible right now is pretty hot I'll say that flat out, but but like the new Vanguard guns, the new I have like, what what is what does Gambit even have this season? I haven't even played a game of Gambit yet this season, so it's like it, in general. Oh, okay, like so it, and that tells you because like no one's made a video, no one's cared about it, so it's like. Eh. So yeah, this, this is the first time it's supported no more. I mean, you were wondering, this is why. I, I, I still say it's a chicken before the egg situation when it comes to Gambit, but that, that that's not a here nor there. Um, but, you know, and then, and then I find this very uh, contrary because Bungie's like, hey, send us a video of the people who pre-ordered the annual pass and show us your clips of Tessellation, the new pre-order exotic. And I'm like, Bungie, didn't you disable this for the day one raid because it was giving people infinite grenades? What happened to that? Like, you're telling people to, to advertise for you when it's glitched out like that? What? It, it, it feels a little weird, but okay. All right, so. Crota returned to us this past week. And man, oh man. Did he give us a can of whoop ass? Not only did we see some of the craziest teams racing to go go in and see if they could get the new belt. Clan Elysium has come through for the fourth time and claimed that belt. And they have proven once again that they are not able to like complete contest mode as well as challenge mode. And congratulations towards them. Um, hashtag, uh, you can die in a well. Uh, well that's, that's an inside joke. Um, but... <laughs> But in terms of the the, the entire debate, uh, in terms of a like first impressions of it, both in contest mode and in like normal mode, I think as a hot take, this 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 entire raid was Bungie saying we need to wake up the community again and establish what a raid is all about because they knew they missed the mark with Root of Nightmares. Yeah, they knew they 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 missed like like like, so, like some points with that, and they established that the the position of ad clear is no more. You you need to be on your toes. You need to communicate, and we're going back to the old raid formula. And as we saw, this contest mode had the 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 the, the, the highest completion or like the lowest completion since last yeah. wish or no since garden. Since Garden in terms of uh, completion rate, not just like overall, like, like like just an overall completion rate of since Garden, and that tells me right there that we're in a healthy place where we are establishing contest mode back to what it should be. And the thing is, between me uh, and Cajun and Deva, because we, we we were raising, we were all uh, doing contest mode, we didn't even finish. Crota whooped our asses. We couldn't even get through the first run, and we even and like the majority, and all three of us said, "Hey, yo." For the most part, this is this is how it should be. Like yeah. we have some like uh like differing of opinion, and we're gonna discuss that. But overall, I will say flat out, this is just how contest mode should be. Like regardless of how you feel about the challenge mode, 
by the challenge, having to go back in and do the challenges. This was perfect. This was right on the nose. The, like this, this established that that you need to have your build perfect. You need to have your communication perfect. You need to have your game sense perfect because they made you worry about that chalice. I saw a meme on TikTok where someone had like SpongeBob like with a bomb strapped to him, where he's like telling Gary he needs to take a bath and like if the bomb's gonna blow up, he doesn't take a bath real quick. That's how that 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 freaking thing felt. If you didn't like like get that off somebody, they were gonna explode, and it was your fault, or it was their fault for not communicating correctly that they were about to blow up. So I love that mechanic entirely. So that that's just overall opinion, real quick, before we dive in into the the, the, the overall discussion. T, you are our guest. How did you feel about going into this ring? Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I, me and my friend Void, we ran D1 Crota just as a refresher. Um, like two weeks before and honestly i was like oh this only took 21 minutes right i was we get in a contest mode Mm -mm. (laughs) hell no it took us like two hours to get the lantern because we kept dying repeatedly the pendulums the meatballs were awful and then like the the low light level too and the the champs and the thing is that is what makes this raid so much better than the other raids is that Everybody is always having to do something, and that's what Destiny 1 had, and that's what Destiny 2 sort of lacked a little bit. So nobody was just sitting there doing nothing in the raid besides shooting ads. Exactly. Okay, okay. It was impressive. Tower, you went in with us post-contest mode, and even you were getting swung around by those meatballs for a fun time. How (laughs) how did you feel about your overall thoughts of this raid? So, having not done D1 Crota, I, like, I knew about Crota, because I had done the Dark Below story missions and stuff, but, like, I really enjoyed it, even though, yes, I was getting frustrated at the stupid lanterns (laughs) and the fucking Mm -hmm. but I actually really enjoyed the experience. Um, the only gripe that I have is the fact that Bungie has made the essence of Oversold yes. RNG based. Yes. It is one Oversold guaranteed <gasps> per account per yes. week, uh, and then the rest is, is all RNG based. I it, did not know that. Yeah, they, they confirmed it on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, that's I, interesting." I, I, I'm not happy with that. I think, at the very least, it should be two guaranteed per week. Because... I think it should be two per character, to be honest. Especially if they're going to make it twenty per uh, for the for the for the gun, and then thirty for the, then for, the, for, the for the for the it? No, it's What's another fifty for the 50 catalyst. For the catalyst. Oh yeah, no. It should be like two per character, not one per account. That means casual players, if they can't find a raid group, they're going to take them an eternity just to get that gun. Even with our raid group and the fact that we, you know, we've been running Crota a lot, I got four on my first clear, and then since then, I have only gotten a two. Dang. I should not have to be raiding multiple times a week and not even be guaranteed 
Like at the very least, even if they don't make, you know, it RNG based, it should at least be one per clear guaranteed. I think it should, like, or no, if anything, it should be one per encounter. Week. So, you yeah, know, it's, it's a little weird like that. Now, that would be on the higher end, one per guaranteed per encounter, but like at the very minimum, one per clear. The, yeah. the absolute minimum, not one per account per week that's guaranteed. Right, because I can that's see they're not wanting people to abuse it, like do chrono farms or something like that. But like one per clear would, or like one per per like character would make a lot of sense per week, not making it one per account. It feels a little odd to do that. Yes. So, um, that we have, we have a new fan club to establish that I, I, I thought about this before, before the podcast, the president of the ear Ute fan club, Cajun, how, how, how you doing there? How, 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 how you doing post raid? Oh, uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Crota freaking had us freaking nailed down to the ground and made us his bottom during contest mode. But when I tell you the tables turned the moment freaking contest mode was over, oh, oh yeah, you oh dubbed boy. it correctly. While I may never have lived in Florida any time in my life, <laughs> I he became channeled, Florida man. I channel Florida man, and if you want to, if I, I've got a room full of witnesses to this, when I say I demanded to be the one to clear both towers, yeah, the boomers I found out. I went ham, freaking going from tower to tower, coming back down to the arena, killing everything in sight because of pure spite. The minute he could put his foe tracer back on, it was on. Like, man, it got worse. It got worse when I got my strand build rolling, and that was freaking it. It's like, nah. I have gone into that raid a couple of times already, and I've told people, be like, hey, if y'all want to focus on the bottom, I got tower. And they're like, no, you can't. I was like, Bet. I'm I am that guy. I'm that crazy, and I'll do it. You know, uh, shotguns, he shotguns go boom. He's built a little different. He, he's built a little different. But he, he channeled his inner Florida man. There it was very. Oh impressive. God! When we saw that deep, when we saw that damage freaking score at the end of freaking, he, he was the top damage score. He was hitting six mil multiple times, and it was like, wow. oh my god. Yeah. Um, but. So contest mode felt freaking amazing. Like, look, I, I know we didn't get past freaking quota. That should be a testament of how freaking difficult. And when raid reports came out and showed us the stats on that completion rate, not just for normal, but also for the for the uh, challenge clear, mm-hmm. that spoke volumes to what Bungie did. Now, there were a lot of people, and I had to correct some people that just flat out said, Bungie didn't do anything different. All they did was freaking up the light level. No, they didn't. They didn't. If you listen, if you go back to the showcase, uh, Blackburn touched on this. He said that they want to get the raid for Final Shape perfect. They want to get it good. But in order to do that, they need to do an experiment. And they use Crota's end for that. This was, this was the first time ever in the contest mode in which they added more shields. They freaking made the uh, AI, the mobs, more aggressive than ever. They added new mechanics with the pendulums because they weren't in D1. So the raid itself, yes, they added new mechanics. They 
redid everything while keeping a lot of the original. But the thing is that for the contest mode, they also capped our damage. Now, yeah. this, now, like I said, all these experiments, experiments were for the first time ever in a contest mode. So this set the freaking stage to what to expect come freaking final shape raid, whatever that is going to entail. But even then, the raid itself, Crota's N, kind of redefines what type of raids to expect from Bungie. I definitely agree with that. Because ah. the very, the very oh, first, ooh, in, the very first encounter is a wake up call to everyone. Okay, to all you ad clears out there. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh no no the age of no. you better over, you better friend. start learning mechanics because you will need to yes. okay for all you people <laughs> hi i'm one of them that suck at jumping puzzles guess oh, what no. you kind of really need to get a little bit better because this yeah. is where the end game is starting to get to and we're not saying this as the gatekeep we're oh, telling no, no, you no, this no, no. To prep you and make you aware of what you're getting into. Crota's N is a day and night scenario from D1 to D2. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, and like they even, like even the bridge, like other than having to literally use strand mechanics to shoot yourself into the, like like up into the skybox to drop down, you can't cheese the bridge. You can't cheese or solo the first encounter. Uh, the, the low man groups have established. You cannot uh, solo the first encounter. You can like solo duo and trio the other encounters, but or, like, I don't think you, you can't even solo the bridge. I don't think like, like, like you, they have made it very hard to toy with this raid. You could do a lot of things. You can solo Crota. So, like solo Crota has already been done. Like that, that they've established this. It took like like a half an hour, I believe. But like they've established certain things. Of you're not doing uh, solo and lanterns, it's not gonna happen. And I appreciate that they put challenge back into this, where you have to rely on the teammates the way the raid is supposed to be. So now, Deva, the silent Mothman of the raid, the contrarian. I'm not contrarian. I'm Speak just looking at this. I'm I'm trying to be objective here. Okay. Okay. And objectively, whilst I do agree, like the difficulty of contest mode, uh, Crota's in was phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. I had fun. I do think it was a bit skewed in what it's supposed to be. I think they need to redefine okay. what it is the contest mode is supposed to do like i feel like if crota's in was built like ron in the sense of like you complete the raid uh all encounters of the raid you get the emblem and that's it sure i I feel like it would have been perfectly fine however that's not what this particular raid was like completing the raid was not the goal it was completing challenge mode right right and Uh With that being the, like, objective marker for what the raid was supposed to be for day one, I feel like it was too hard. And I feel like Bungie could definitely dial it in in a couple ways without necessarily changing how they did it, but just changing, like, the way that they handled the contest modifier this time around. Interesting. I think since... Beating the raid on normal mode was the buy-in 
to get to challenge mode. I'm going to be honest with you, I'll call a spade a spade. Half the people that cleared it, uh, I'm not say half, a lot of teams that cleared the normal mode were just teams that wanted Necrochasm yeah. because Necrochasm was like guaranteed. So a lot of them just wanted to get Crota checkpoints, beat Crota, and then walk the fuck away and didn't care. Which and I think I was a like, cool for a lot of people like hey you, you may not get the emblem but you get the gun for free other you know, people have to like do the chat the quest for it i think that was yeah a cool it was a i think it's a very interesting way to handle it like per- personally i think it's really cool like sure going forward make the day one clears get the exotic guaranteed i think that'd be fucking dope but you gotta put some fucking like uh requirements on that you can't just go to the boss Beat the boss, get the thing. That's fair. Like it should have, like you should have had to do the whole checklist, like in the triumph, in the way like like everybody else had to get the door to challenge mode for that. I definitely agree with that yeah. statement. Yeah. But my thing is, I feel like they even just by changing the way that they handled it by making Necrochasm the like reward for completing challenge mode. Uh, you get uh, Necrochasm for free, yeah. guaranteed. And changing it from that uh, and giving the emblem on completing the normal mode. I think that would have definitely made this difficulty a lot more worthwhile. Because teams that really put in a lot of work just to get through uh, normal mode and didn't actually make it through challenge mode, they walk away with uh, effectively nothing. They got a gun? For their they got a gun. The gun, people are going to have it in, like, what, two to three weeks from now? Everybody's going to have a gun, so then then what do you have to show that you did the right? That's fair. And, like, you, you mentioned <laughs> this on Tuesday, and I, and I, like, and I wanted to, like, like, speak on this because I touched on it a little bit when we, were, when we were on stream. And I think the way, you, like, like, you're putting this is, like... The, the 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 deck is sort of stacked against it because because the comparison I gave was 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 Vogue and King's Fall. If you yep. look back, if you look back at contest Vogue and the challenges that were put there, the challenges were very difficult. But the difference between Vogue's challenge mode and say Crota was we were in a broken meta. We had double slugs doing tons of damage, and we had anarchy at its prime. And we had anarchy at its prime when breaching clear was a thing. Yeah. Ergo, Atheon got melted. Like, if you go watch the, the contest mode footage for that day, Atheon got deleted. It wasn't even a joke. Like, you go back and watch, like, like, like those teams race for that. It, like, you go watch Evidence video, deleted both times. Both, like, like, contest mode regular and contest mode challenge. Atheon didn't stand a chance. Second, like same thing with King's Fall. King's Fall had had the objective uh, like difference of it was pre Divinity nerf, and it was uh, like Taipan because Taipan had just been brought into the meta with Witch Queen. Everybody had access to it. Everyone had an enhanced uh, firing line and an enhanced triple tap, and they had uh, different mods that were still in play, like um like like, like the, 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 the the different elemental uh like the elemental well modifiers that were boosting everybody's damage. Because like, mm-hmm. like 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 you were able like like throw it like throw a stasis ability or throw a void ability get a giant boost of damage. I forget what the mod was called, 
but like everybody had access to that. So they were able to like bow down Oryx and the daughters really quickly. And versus here where you have a variety of different weapons, but no clear DPS strat was, was the top pick. Like you had Izzy swapping rockets, you had rockets, you had linears, you had Thunderlord make a reappearance. There were like, you, you had, you had like hell, even this past week, which I can't believe is a thing right now. The deep stone crypt sword has come back from like like like, like and pulled <laughs> the craziest resurrection it, of all time and it said, came "Hey, out yo, freaking left field!" And right, said, like, "Hey, remember me?" Like it straight up said, "Hey, yo, we we I have finally have relevance." It showed that it's a com- a computer for uh, to go into this raid. Like the the difference between Vogue, King's Fall, and Crota here, they all had the same requirement of go in, complete the base raid, and then go back in for challenge to get the emblem. But the difference is they had broken metas applied to them. If you if like like say the the the, the they were a little bit different. Like say Breach and Clear was disabled for Vogue, and like Anarchy was disabled for Vogue. Vogue would have been a whole different ball game. Same thing yep. with with uh freaking uh King's Fall. If those if those elemental well mods wouldn't have been in play, and Taipan would have got disabled or something like that, whole Ooh. different ball game. So I feel like the, the, like the the challenge was still there. The same uh requirements were applied for all three scenarios, but the difference is. Crota is the only one that wasn't put in a real in a, in a, in a busted situation, and I think that's why it's judged differently. Otherwise, okay. That being that, uh, what Kingsfall and what was it? Uh, Vog. Vog didn't have such a like eye on capping power. Like, Vogue, legitimately, there was no system in place to cap levels to ensure players remained at a specific yeah, there was. power level. Contest, was. Like, contest mode contest said. Mode like was for, there, but there was no... Like, like, they were, like there was a specific gauge for all three where they said, it, like, like, here's your entry gate. Here's mm-hmm. your entry gate of, like, six, it was, like, 1600 or 1350 or something like that for all, th- all, th- all three. Yes. And then they said, hey, it doesn't matter what your level is. It's always gonna be twenty power ahead of you. It was always the same scenario. That didn't come out until Ron. No, no, like, like ever since ever since Vogue, ever since Vogue, like Vogue has been twenty levels ahead. You know, it was was, it's been there since Vogue. Yeah, I think I think it's been there since Deepstone. Actually, I think Uh, I think it's been there since either. I think think that has been since Deepstone. Yeah, I don't think so because I remember that being like a really big talking point around Ron. No, because I remember specifically when. With you're going to go in and power because the power delta didn't become a thing of like your power being capped at a specific like level and enemies no matter what will be above that until like what season of the fucking uh seraph no oh, no, I, 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 no, 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 I legitimately, like, contest mode was specifically a thing, even, like, pre, uh, Beyond Light, yeah, was but the, but the light, but the light, the, the light delta was always there, I remember, it, like, it was specifically a talking point with Vogue, yeah. where they, where, where they yeah. specifically yeah. even said, we're gonna give you a wide margin, because this is a returning yeah. raid, we want a lot of people to be coming in with this, so even if you're a returning vet, and you have to come in at, like, 1300 something or 1200 something you can still come in but it'll 
it'll always be 20 light ahead of you, no matter how high you get. Because they because they knew, even back then, the whole meta was crank your artifact 100 plus and get higher like it was GMs. And even then, they said it doesn't matter if it's higher. You're, you're 20 levels permanently above. Like ever since I believe, like like Vogue specifically, it's been like that. Like and and then when Season of the Seraph came out, it was like, hey, this seasonal activity is gonna have it where it's five levels above. That's where they started to play with that dynamic in in seasonal content. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. But yet and still, even if that was the case, Proda's in is a far more engaged. Opposed to, okay. like, the fact that they were playing around with the idea of capping damage as far as, like, making sure players weren't allowed to deal massive amounts of damage to bosses to ensure those two to three phase boss damage, even at, like, the best of the best had to do two to three phases just to kill Crota, that, where that's yeah. not necessarily a thing in a lot of raid races. But yet and still, like, that being what it is, the difficulty for this, I think, just to buy in and get to the challenge mode, if the challenge mode is supposed to be, like, the creme de la creme of challenge, that's supposed to be when you're testing to see where players are good and players are bad. If the average player that attempted this couldn't get to it, that is indicative of the difficulty that you put in. Like, if this was a random, just beat all the encounters, start to finish, and you get the emblem, you've done it, like, everybody clap and cheer, you, you, you've succeeded, sure, I think this would be the perfect amount of difficulty. But the challenge mode was the finish line. And for only 10% of players to engage with your finish line or even get to attempt the second half of the relay race, if you will. That is a display of this is too much difficulty. I think if they had just made it like 10 levels of like uh, power delta on normal and then master would be 20, I think that'd be fair. That way people can get through the raid, learn the encounters, and then players can engage with the master contest mode? Sure. I think that's fair. Or, like, hell, since most people were just going for the fucking necrochasm, like I said, make it to where you have to go through the entire raid. There's no reason why the vast majority, a large majority of players struggle on one simple encounter for... 10 plus hours. Not even that this team isn't confident, but just genuinely from a solo player to like partially made up fire teams, like having to explain to people like, all right, this is how we're going to do this encounter. Give it a couple attempts. And then those people leave and you got to find somebody else. Hey, this is how we're going to do that, this that, encounter. That's a, that's that a right dynamic. there. That's a, that's a different dynamic. Because that is, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I love, I love, I love G teams. 
are a whole different ball game. Like oh. we've, esta- we've we've established previously that LFG teams are always a gamble. We, like with with day one rates. Hell, we experienced that with with Ron. Ironically enough, we, even though Ron was easier, that LFG teams are horrendous for day one raids. That's been that's been a testament as long as contest mode of day one raids has been a thing. Yeah. That like I remember right. back watching clips of Crowd of Sorrow and uh, like LFG teams were a nightmare. So I, I think like judging by LFGs is a bad way to put that. But like I I'm think... not judging just by LFGs though. I'm saying okay. Okay. LFGs should be considered in your data when you look at things. Uh, because the vast majority okay. of players attempting this content aren't all pre-made fire teams, just like the vast majority of players who attempt to go flawless aren't all pre-made fire teams. Ooh, you, so, you, you, you dabble it down in the PvP, and I feel like Cajun yeah, team about to come at you. Like, look, I'm just saying, like, genuinely, a large portion of the Destiny community are solo players, are players without homes, as I call them. You know? Yeah. They don't have a well, clan, they don't have very many friends because people come and go in the game. So... For them to want to engage, it's not that they aren't competent players, but one of the biggest, hardest parts of day one rating or contest mode rating is, fighting, is fighting, finding a team and fighting against the stuff that comes from the outside of the race. Yeah. Like making sure people are on time, making sure people got sleep, making sure you have a team that's competent, finding people to fill in the holes when people have life happen to them because. You know, shit happens. People got kids. People got family. People got work in the morning. Like, yeah, I got today off, but I got to go to work tomorrow. And if you fixate your, like, difficulty modifier to, like, fixate around professional players and teams at the, like, utmost echelon to ensure that they get a challenge, you have made a difficulty that is far exceeding that of the average player that is attempting but to see, do the content. Uh, I'm going to let Cajun pipe in, but I'll, I'll come back to that. I'm going to come back to that last thing. I'm going to let Cajun hop in on this real quick. Alright, so for those that don't know, I've been playing freaking games for a long ass time. I'm 42 years old, and I've played everything from first-person shooters to MMOs. So I have seen every type of freaking raid, every type of freaking, you know, group activity okay from various different scales okay and the best way to compare the day one race for you know in destiny 2 is to world first racing raid race in world of warcraft okay but here's where i will give props to destiny because they do it a little bit better they have a set window even if the world first is completed it's a set contest window so this is a chance for anyone and I say this, anyone that puts together a team to go in and to challenge themselves, okay, this is a set point. Now, I've got a, my own opinion about the contest mode that I'll talk about later. Yeah. But this is where I'm going to say this. Anyone, if they put together a team, can go and experience contest mode. Yeah. If you go in and experience it and you complete it, congratulations good on you your team not only had the communication the skill and the preparation to go in and get the win okay that's great but this is going to be for a lot of my casual players this is going to be for a lot of my new into rating players or those that have never done this type of content 
if you got to experience it, you got to experience it, okay? Take what you learned, take a second, reflect, because right now as a day one team, we're having to do that ourselves. We're having to reflect because we want to give Final Shape the freaking better college try and get that win. Most of. Now, when it comes to Crota, and when it comes to King's Fall and freaking um, Vogue, Vault of Glass, they had to initiate the challenge mode for a reason because they, even with the new mechanics and the reworks, they everyone still had an idea or could go back to D1 and get an idea of what the raid was going to be like. Yeah. They had yeah. to rework it and they had to put it in because if not, World first would have been world first raid would have been, been two over, hours. It would have been yeah, two hours. Easy. They had to put in that challenge mode, and that wasn't just for you know the D two players. That was also for the veteran players as well. Yeah. Now, yeah, I get where you're saying that they're putting in content for a lot of the higher skilled players. They do have to engage with that community, but think of it like this: look at it at the long term. Okay. All right. If you keep the if you keep the def- difficulty at a set pace, eventually, as people grow in skill, if when they meet that and they can't find anything more difficult, they're going to look elsewhere. And I'm, by elsewhere, I mean other games. So you always have to, as a game development, as a game company, you have to be willing to set the bar higher and higher. And that's a cl- and that's a case point when it comes to Crotus and even outside of contest mode. This is really starting to show that first, like I said, that first encounter is really start setting the bar of what for you rating do as a team. At, what you have to do as a team. So I'm going to say respectfully, I disagree. They should not have made the normal encounter of contest mode easier. What they did set the stage. Yes. Okay. Okay. Both and this is, and this is one of those cases if you're just getting into rating or you've, you know, like maybe you've done one contest mode before and you took another crack at it and you didn't succeed, this isn't a, oh, it was too hard type scenario. It needs, you need to reflect and say, what can I do to be better? What could I have done to prepare for this? Because this isn't something you just walk into. I mean, Panda was telling people, don't just walk into us thinking that you're going to succeed. Right. Get ready. It's going to be by slapping your face. And it I, really it, it was, felt like, even for it, us. Yeah. It felt like, I, I kept telling everyone, like, don't stick your hand in the light socket. It's going to hurt. And there were people yeah. coming to me after the raid. And we're like, like, because like, I hopped into a couple of our, our clan mates during the raid. I hopped in. It was like, hey, you guys need a six real quick. You're at Crota. Cool. Let me help you. And they were like, Panda, we shouldn't listen to you. And I was like, I, I tried to tell you, like you, you you were you fucked around and found out. Like this shit isn't mm-hmm. for everyone. And I'm, I, I want to see what T thinks about this in a second because, like, uh, the one thing that I remember, like Dado said last year, uh, with Rod, where the, the 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 day like day one contest mode, like day one, day two, whatever you want to call it, this is the one time a year where hardcore players are challenged. This is the one time everything else throughout the year, whether it be like dungeons, seasonal activities, 
whatever is for is is wrapped around for casual players even with like the, the most other they, they get really is like like exotic missions because like we all saw you like wicked implement was a freaking slap at the, the groin for everybody at first like that was the the one time this past year where they were cut like, everyone kind of got challenged but in reality contest mode is their one thing their one shot to sweat and that and that's for them everything else it's for like casuals and everything else. Like, granted, GMs are for like up, uh, upper middle class folks. Like, like so that that's that's sort of become what GMs are to a certain extent. And masters are sort of for them as well. But even right now, we're dealing with a situation where master content isn't really appealing unless you're going for the seal. Because the weapons aren't as appealing, despite being able to be enhanced perks, aren't as appealing as crafted weapons. So you look at a situation like contest mode where there's a definitive challenge that can't be altered, can't be outleveled in any way, and that's their sweat time. That's their way of going and proving their metal and showing they can do this. And that's for them to have a fun time and do that and put their metal <laughs> to the test. And we warn people, hey, this is going to suck. This is going to be a rough time. And you need to prepare yourself. You need to have good communication. You need to have the right kind of setup, the right build, the best way possible. You can't zone out. You have to be on, on the ball. And that even happened to us a few times where people would yep. zone out. They would die because they weren't warning people about the chalice. And we were all victims of that. So, like, they're, like I think the bar is set specifically where it needs to be at. Because Kaitan's right. If, if Crota would have just been one run... And everybody would have just like gotten their emblem and left and been done. Salt and Greppa would have been out of there in two hours. It'd have been over, wrapped, done with. It'd have been off the bed. And that's and, should... and then we would have been so back to the whole freaking complaint question. that we've been hearing. This is my you know, question. for all this time is the game's too easy. So them going back to the reprise raids and putting that challenge mode there that you have to get this challenge mode done to get uh -huh. the emblem is the establishment to do that. Okay. So yeah. here lies my question. Like, you say that the game or day one rating is built specifically for a specific, like, top echelon, like, the fucking Olympics of gaming hardcore Destiny players. That's right? kind of what was already established, yeah. yeah. Like, that, okay. that's been established that since, since is... about, like... So like, so like I believe since about like Scourge, like Scourge and Crown was where that was sort of like mainly established. Like, or not, let's say about Last Wish, like, like, like around that that era, the Forsaken slash years, like, like, like end, end of year one of Destiny two was where you really saw that become a thing, where yeah. people would delete characters to grind levels and, and reapply characters and stuff like that. You saw the raid race. If you go back and watch like MNF's content, I like like he he showcases how you had belts and people racing for that kind of content. That's what that was already established to be. You saw people when Beyond Light came out with Deepstone having to literally re like delete characters and rerun the Beyond Light campaign to grind levels and figure out what was still allowed in the game because of sunsetting. That's what they, they they were putting their metal to the test to establish that. So yeah, no contest mode is established for that upper echelon of the player base, and that's fair. That is yeah. Even just, I, I even I feel that. I want to be honest with you. I, I would call a spade a spade. It's just high article shenanigans, in my opinion, because it turns it devolves into 
I did it, therefore I am better player. And okay, that the people, is the something... people that are, I'm gonna say this: the people that are uh-huh. saying, uh, "Oh, because you couldn't play, play, uh, clear, you suck." Those are the toxic individuals, right? Like you okay. know, yes. flat out. Like I had a couple of those in my TikTok comments this, this past week that were saying shit like that. This is the kind of thing that it devolved those are the into. People that run into PVP and start posting your KDs because they have yeah. no yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I agree. I yeah. perfectly agree. But that's what I'm saying. This is the kind of thing that it leads to. It you demerit mm. the actual value of it because mm. people stop looking at it as this is supposed to be our time to have fun. And people start looking at it as this is my time to show that I'm better. And that is why I am a firm believer of set a standard of what a player is supposed to be able to do. They, they kind of have, like though. Like, they, they, they have, though, though. Like, like David, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the they difficulty be, hey, this is supposed to be hard for the top 2% of players in the game. And then be like, everybody else has to meet the top 2% of players' ability to be able to beat this. That okay. is in and of illogical. Like, Tower, even Tower, what if do you, you were to hold, make hold, that... Hold on, David. Tower, what were you going to say? I want Tower to speak on this, because she's the... If anyone's the queen of the casual player here, Tower can really give her perspective on this. I want to hear what she wants to say. She got quiet. What happened? Uh, Tower, uh, no! Tower! What? I'm no! not saying that it needs to be so casual that anybody can do it, but I do not believe in balancing a game solely for 10% of the game to have fun. That well, just doesn't make the, sense. The, 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 even about if you were to do something like that with like Dark Souls, right? But Dark Souls is like the penultimate like group of games where people are like, if you can't be Dark Souls, you just need to get good. I, I, feel, I feel like you're, 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 you're doing a chicken before the egg. You're, you're judging the community based off of bad eggs. Uh, like, like, but I, yeah. I, I, like, T, T, I want to get your perspective on this while Tower figures our figures our audio out, though. Like, I want to like get your like, especially because like, because Dava has brought up the PVP toxicity side of this. Like, what do you think? Um, I feel like a lot of the times when we come to issues of people are better is mainly ego, but um, there has to be a happy medium, and I feel like that's where Destiny Two becomes a struggle between like what's a challenge, and then what's too casual, and they're constantly going too far, too too far one way or the other um i also noticed that with like end game content things are being nerfed at bigger players perspectives um like for example divinity <laughs> that was that was really funny to me i didn't i didn't understand why it was being nerfed um to begin with but i mean that that's my take on it with like end game pvp I just think that, you know, yes, it's supposed to be challenging, but at the same time, like, you can't just cater to, like, the top, you know, 2%, like you said. And sometimes I feel like they do that about 50% of the time. I think it's, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, like an 80-20, where it's like, I, I, I think they do a pretty good job of it, though, because, like, you have seasonal activities, you have dungeons and things of that nature that are broken up. Hell, mm-hmm. up until, like, Season of the Seraph, 
you never saw a base content thing be five levels permanently above everybody. You never saw it. Every like what we we even saw with season of the Seraph, you saw casual players voicing their concern with Bungie where this was too hard. I remember when when season of the Defiance came out, people were saying Bungie, this is too hard from jump. Like if you match made those first couple Defiant battlegrounds, ooh, God help you. Those those were rough. Yeah. So like I, I understand that perspective, but it's like if that's their if if day one rating, excuse me, if, if that is like the one shot, do not let miss a chance to blow type of situation where like yeah. that that's your oh. one time a year to ball out and show show your stuff, and Bungie has made it pretty clear since Vogue that like hey this is gonna be your permanent light level. Then that should be a thing. Now, what? Now, what I would it, it sort of challenge, though, if we even saw it in our Discord server, where people like who are very casual player based that don't have good armor, don't have a good perspective on the game, don't uh, that are very casual player based, only do strikes, only play with a certain group of people, go in and think they're just gonna ball out. And they get their privilege checked. That's how it should be. You go yeah. like you're you're allowed to go that, in the though. door. You're allowed to go in the door. But if you get your teeth kicked in, that's how you learn. You go back. You figure out what you did wrong, like we did, and you figure yeah. out how to correct yourself for the next time. And but, I think and, that's very fair. And, the and thing that I'm saying isn't that the the casual players who don't raid should be able to come in and absolutely like ball out. I'm saying that it shouldn't be like balanced solely for the enjoyment of the top like 10% of players that like literally play this game as their day job, right? Like, yeah, if you want to make it to where like it's balanced for the top 20, top 30% of players, sure. Because then it's an obtainable goal. But like that's, that's what we saw though. Only forty four percent of them completed it. It's still obtainable though, and that's it's, what it, an it's obtainable just, goal it, it being that of like actually getting to the end. I do I, not think that this was obtainable at all, in the general I, sense of. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I just want to ask everybody in here: Do you know anybody that you know personally that got a day one quota clear? I know what. I know one a person personally. I, I've actually right. got two people that I know. I know only one. One, one of them. One of them's in our Discord. Tech That's sad, though, in a way, you know, because at I least think, you can yeah. get like two, three people per person. But it's sad, you know. We're like, oh, one, two. But I at think, the same time, I, though, like, I want to let you finish. I don't think anything should be a handout. However, I do think that, you know, some things need to be adjusted to like realistic standards because not everybody, you know, people can play this game every day, but not everybody has the same time to dedicate like these top end players do. It's not like they want to be casual. They just don't have the time. Right. Like, you know, people got families, jobs, things like that, that they have to tend to other than the game. But even some of the top tier, like, you know, top tier players, some of them do have jobs. Some of them do have responsibilities and families. They're not, some of these players are not sitting down playing it 24-7. And that's where a lot of people really need to, uh, I'm going to reference Fallout Place because in the PvP okay. thread with Bungie, a lot of people made assumptions that because a streamer makes a suggestion that Bungie's going to listen to them. So it's that automatic, hey, streamer here bad 
So I'm going to say this. That's where it kind of feels like we put this, we're putting this echelon of higher skilled players bad because of contest mode got a low completion rate. I'm not. I don't. Okay. We get a a contest mode. We get a contest mode twice a year right now with the reprise rates. That's twice a year for everybody in the community that decides to jump in, give it a shot to test their metal. Okay. It's for everyone. Okay. Now realize this raid, right? This protozen free to play. Yes, Free that's another thing too. So, yes. so that meant that anyone had a shot at it. It's not. It's not like with 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 uh, and, Lightfall, where you had to buy into it. Oh God! Right. right. So this, there, everyone had the opportunity, but I'm of the okay. Could they have adjusted the difficulty a little less? Yes, possibly, possibly, mm-hmm. but. At the same time, I think that this was this one in particular was in a really good position. Could they lessen the dial just a little bit at final shape? Oh, more. it's possible. It's possible given the fact that, you know, it's final shape. We don't know. I, I, but, I want to admit what, what, what Cajun said as well. Not only do we get two per year, one of them is brand new and one of them is reprised. And on yeah, top of that, yeah. what what do you offer the hardcore players that race to get the challenge mode done beyond the seal? Because once the raid race is over and once contest mode is over, everybody has access to the seal, similar to what you're saying about uh uh freaking necrochasm, where Yes, people can, can complete base uh, contest crota and get necrochasm, but so will a few people in a few weeks. Here in a few weeks, when Master Mode comes out, everyone's going to have access to the seal. What do you oh, they award? Want, the day one seal is locked behind. No, no, no. I'm not, the, 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 not, not the emblem. Not the emblem. The seal. Like the, the, the sword oh. breaker seal. What do you award the people who, who, like, because like, like, anybody can get the seal in two, three weeks when Master comes out? Because if you look at the, at, at the seal, people have to complete Master challenges to get that. So, what do you award the people after Elysium that get the challenges done? Like that's that's that's, that's 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 why the whole thing with the reprised raids was established. Of hey, we know this is old content. We know you have some familiarity with it, so obviously you're gonna knock this out. And boom, bam, ha- uh, thank you, ma'am. What like, like there needs to be some other completion criteria to get the emblem. Otherwise, everybody that Mama can come through this with with the right team. So right. what do we I award mean, them? That and, in and of itself is a skewed opinion, though. Like, if like, correct me if I'm wrong. Are you saying that once the the raid race is over, people are just gonna like bulldoze over the content, even with the contest modifier? Or are you saying you know, that people you know, will just without the contest modifier? Will so, I'm sa- so I'm saying that once the raid race is over, contest mode is still applied, and okay. to get and to get the emblem, you have to still complete the challenges. So if we remove the, the criteria of that what like if we move the emblem to base contest mode, what incentive is there to do the challenges? What incentive is there to complete the challenges once somebody crosses the finish line? There is none. Like you, you just bust out Crota and you take your ass to bed. So what 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 incentive is there? 
So you say, but, 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 the but the necrochasm was already given to the uh, to, for completing Crota. No, that's what I'm saying. No, like move necrochasm from just completing Crota to completing Master, and move the emblem from the Master to Crota. Like literally, so, just switch the rewards. So that way, that, 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 that's, ass want that's, that's, that's ass backwards. People who want to show you're... that they completed the raid on fucking day one when it was at its hardest, but just normal, like like, like like any other normal raid would be. Like any new raid that comes mm-hmm. out would have you wouldn't have to go through the master mode. You would literally just come in, beat the raid, beat all the encounters, and then you get the emblem. But that, 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 that's, that's asked backwards to what you said earlier, where you said, hey, the necrochasm is going to be access, accessible to everybody in a, few, in a few weeks. So what's the problem? Like, like where's the reward? I'm saying the, uh, like, the, like, like, like everything with the, like, the challenge mode, those challenges will have to be completed in a few weeks for the seal. So what reason is there to do those challenges? Uh, in contest mode, where you can do them in a few weeks for master, it's really it's the, same, it's the to, same thing. It really comes down to a convenience thing. Players will always like when loot's on the line. You will always see players come out for loot that they deem reasonable and a guaranteed raid exotic to go through the challenge mode. And I feel like that's reasonable, especially with how Bungie handled the Necrochasm. Uh, was it the the oversold shenanigans? I feel like you beating it on master and getting a guaranteed necrochasm is a reasonable like experience because you have the banner that showed you beat it on day one, and you like look. I also got necrochasm. I get to play with it. I get to make all my videos on it. Like everybody's doing in the twenty four hour like news cycle right now. Like legitimately, you got the raid exotic without the hassle to do the thing that you were going to do anyway. The vast okay. majority of people that actually completed or even attempted master, I would argue were the raid racers all together. Don't get the wrong way, David, but I feel like you're the kid in the Chuck E. Cheese counter trying to pick their prize. Like, like, like I'm not saying that. Like, like that's, look, what, that's what that feels like. My, is that like you're trying to pick your prize opinion. rather than like, because if you would, because if, if we would have completed Crota, we'd have gotten Necrochasm. Yeah, and like we, and that'd have been our problem. But you're I saying been happy, you, but you, I would you want far rather you want the not, emblem. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, look, necrochasm's cool and all. And personally, if I had gotten necrochasm, I'd be okay. But I don't feel like this is the same level of difficulty. This isn't like something like Ron or Wish or Garden, where. I feel like when this the raid comes to out, Wish. I feel like this is comparable like, to Gardner Wish. Yes, I mean, yeah. in the sense of how like the day one went. Okay. When most day one raids come out and they're new raids, it is legitimately if you can complete the raid on under the contest mode modifier, you get the banner, right? So, do you For think King's Fall and raids, Bog should have been the same way? I feel like they should have been the same way. If you can complete the raid under contest mode, you should get the banner, and there should be. Some other prize, a guaranteed exotic, if you can do it on challenge. And I feel like that's fair. You circumvent RNG, you get the raid exotic, and you get the emblem. You get to play with it before everyone else. People always love convenience. Sure, hey, cool, fine. 
Oh, it's interesting take. Be... I'll give you that. It's an interesting take because, like, I hear you yeah. and I get what you're throwing my, down. My I... argument here at its core is there should be a standard difficulty that people have to overcome that should be well within the capability of competent, good teams. Period. Like a Dark Souls game. Dark Souls right. is not made specifically for the hardest of hardcore. Does it cater to them? Yes. In its own weird ways? Yes, it does. But Dark Souls is, if you're competent and you put in the time, dedication to get it done, you can do it. It's not insurmountable. For I, I agree with you to a certain extent. We're like, I, I hear okay. you on that comparison. But I, th- I think, I think we're, where we defer is that mm-hmm. I see Dark Souls as like rod or like guarded or like deep stone last wizard etc versus mm-hmm. where fog and king's fall and chronoli is like dark souls new game plus seven like we've done this shit a hot number of times now we're having to revisit it with like specifically dark souls 2 new game plus seven where you're going in harder difficulty and now there's red phantoms everywhere and there's new challenges to complete and now you have to go do the dlc where there's new challenges afoot that's what I think this is more comparable to where I get where you're throwing down, but I feel like there's enough fairness where once a year you come test your metal in contest mode, normal where it's the brand new raid where everyone's on the same equal footing. You have no idea what's in this raid. Well, unless you look at the data mine with that's a whole other topic, but like there's, like, like everyone goes in with no knowledge, no nothing. You're bare bones, and that's it. Same with like, like with Rod, Vow, Deepstone, Wish, Garden. Comparable versus with Crota, Vog, and Kingsfall, where most people who are in the contest mode have done this or have a comparable knowledge of this. Because mm-hmm. truth be told, I can walk into a GameStop right now and pick a pick up D One Vanilla off the used shelf. Or walk into a mom and pop shop and go get it right now or eBay and then load up a PS4 or PS5 and go do Crota, Vogue, and, and Kingsfall right now. The only one we don't have is Wrath. So I bring think it I, back. I, 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 bro, oh, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. There we go. Like, I would the same rule. Oh, that's just me. Yeah, and I, I, I think the same rule should be applied for Wrath, where enough people have an idea of what, of what uh, I think it was Sepix. Have enough. No, that's not Sepix. That's, that's, something, that's something else. But have enough knowledge of what's going on there, where they they have to go in there, beat normal, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Hey, that was a good challenge. We have an idea of what the new challenge is. Now we have to go do the actual challenges challenge to, mm-hmm. to 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 get the emblem because that's what we now have to work towards. We know what we're up against. Now we have to stack our metal against what Bungie is tweaked." To get that done, I think that's comparable. So, it's like that New Game Plus Seven versus Dark Souls. Regular. Your your metric, your your measuring stick, right? That being your measuring stick. Yeah. That players, a competent team of players, should strive to not only beat the raid, but then turn around and then go through and beat it on Master with challenges. That does so, yeah. Art to finish. It, it, but right. it, 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 because because we know the knowledge of yeah because we have because we have the knowledge of make, this raid has already been done before. Hear me it, out. Hear me out. Yeah. Does it then make sense for the halfway point to be 
so hard that the vast majority of teams don't even make it past the halfway point. I mean, would you fair, consider that yep. successful? I would say so because, like, the, 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 the percentage rates for completing. Because Dead. yeah, because some people didn't complete King's Fall a day on a reprise. Hell, I I was in a team of people for Vogue reprised that couldn't even get in the door of Vogue. Like some people just are not gonna complete that content. But that's not that's not what you're that's not your argument here though. You're not arguing some people. You're you're arguing the vast majority of teams that like legitimately attempted didn't even make it past the halfway point. Yeah. That is a failure of game design. The point of designing a game is to I, I, allow I, 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 I'm, I'm like eternally cagey right now, but I'm, I'm trying to humor this because this is a great discussion. This is probably our best discussion we've ever had on the show. The vast majority of, ga- like, of games. As a game designer, you should want people to experience the game that you have designed, right? Yeah, yeah. You should want them to engage with the content and consume the thing that you have made for them and enjoy it, correct? Right, right, and like, but but that, so but, but, but the over, but the overall enjoyment of the community most is for Sunday. Can't even play it or even engage with it to enjoy it. Would you not consider that a failure? No, because because the, the overall consumption door is Sunday, and we even said that in the Discord. The, no, the, no, 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 the, that's the, not the, the consumption door. No, the, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, the, mode, I'm saying the overall consumption of the community. Will be Sunday and onward. No, that's not what everybody... I'm talking about. I'm not talking no, no, about. No, that's the what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying community. the overall I'm community. The people who come for the challenge yeah. of contest mode, they are coming. Like especially with the the as you said it, like new game plus, right? The challenge part for them would be challenge mode, having right. to get through the challenges, right? But and at the same time, but at the same time, that is a established every... of your development. But at the same time, Bungie established the rules well in advance. Everyone had access to the knowledge. Everyone had access to the twid. Everyone knew. And granted, we've been very vocal on this podcast that the majority of people don't read the twid, and Bungie needs to make some kind of like in-game bulletin board at some point. We've been very vocal about yeah. that. But I think they will. But like at some point, like I feel like when episodes come out, they're going to work on that. But at the same time, but we've been very vocal about the fact that more people need to read the twid. More people, but and Bungie has made the information accessible to the community in one form or another. That mm-hmm. ever since ever since Vogue, that this has been the rule set that that for for reprised raids specifically, whether and whether this was Wrath or whether this was Leviathan or whether this was Crota, whether this was Scourge, because everyone thought this was going to be scourged two months ago the same rules were going to apply and if we and and if we would have been walking into scourge or leviathan on contest mode the same rules would have applied and we would have had the same issue as that my argument would be the same Like, like it's it's more of a conversation about like a standard right i'm looking to create a standard I th- and I'm right. saying when the standard was already the blog was announced. That's when you come I, to yeah. a day one raid, all day one raids should have a standard to them that links them together. Right? That yeah. being, if you beat the raid on day one, you get the emblem. Right, and that was that the, is, new raid. Of itself, the, the new raid. The rules were established for that with new raid. Even with the new raid is an old raid. It should be the same because you should change enough of your raid 
to actually challenge players to just, it's not just, hey, look, we remade it and brought it up to date. Here you go. It's a remaster, not a remake. You should add enough into it to change it fundamentally like they did with Proto, which is why I frame it. I know it seems like I'm shitting on it right now, but I genuinely believe. Like, if this was the same difficulty, like, for Ron, I would still frame it. Like, legitimately. My only grievance is, is that they made it so unbeatable for the vast majority of people attempting that they never got to attempt the part that is the real challenge of the race. And if people can only make it halfway through your game, halfway through your content, no matter what it is, it is a failure. If people only make it through half of your book, it's a failure. That in and of itself needs to be a part of why, how you calculate the the difficulty of the content contest mode. Like, look, we want players to at least get to fucking challenge mode lanterns before they bottom out. Not Man. just, all right, look, you baited, you beat, you didn't even beat fucking the bridges encounter for a lot of decently competent teams. They didn't even make yep. it past bridges. They never got to see the true challenge of the challenge mode product. And that is a failure of design because mm. you want players to engage with that. That's where they test their metal, not the part of the buy. That's like if you made a raid that 80% of the people can't beat the opening encounter, so they just give up. Like, they so, never got to truthfully experience the rape. So, like, I, 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 I love this conversation. And shout out to everybody in chat that's loving this conversation. Because, like, it's a, it's a, this is the, the best back and forth we've ever had. But I feel like I'm trying to be civil, and I'm like hold, holding Cajun back. I need I need to oh. let Cajun I need, I need to let Cajun let speak because I'm, I'm internally Cajun, but I'm like civilly Cajun right now. I need to let Cajun speak real quick. All right, so I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this with my whole ass chest. Ooh, whole Thank ass chest. Contest mode is meant to challenge you, and if your team couldn't get past the first encounter. That speaks to you and your team. And that's coming from someone who works for a freaking living, came back six months ago into this game, freaking busted my butt on top of everything that I'm doing content-wise, plus freaking playing the game, plus freaking got a nine-to-five job, and freaking Mm -hmm. uh, taking care of myself, going through all my personal issues, and still managed to freaking come together with a team. Thank you, uh, Panda, for that. And we managed to get the three, three encounters out of the four. Yes, Crota freaking, I said it before at the beginning, he held us down and he freaking said, no, you're not getting through. That means that there's still room to grow for us as players. But that is a 48-hour window, a 48-hour window. Now, I would say your argument has basis. If we go two, two months, let's say two months, and Bungie's got the data on the completion rate for freaking Crota under non-contest mode, and they're seeing that freaking massive stopgap right there at the uh, first encounter, absolutely, they dialed it too much. They dialed it too much, and they need to adjust. 100%, I agree with you. But when you're talking about a contest mode, when you're talking about something that is rare, okay, we get it twice a year, now, I would say you also have an argument 
if they were to end contest mode the moment it's finished. At that point, yes, you're basically mm, I, catering yeah, to a yeah. very select few. And at that point, it's not fair. 100%. But because they've got a 48-hour window, Bungie's saying, hey, community, here's 48 hours. Try this raid at its hardest Your difficulty. Best. If you get it, not only do you get something that says you got it done, but you get loot okay. on top of that. To me, that is absolutely fair. We got to get the water out. <laughs> but, here, but here's the also the other kicker. Bungie has failed in the freaking LFG department significantly yes. for a long time. And, uh, th and that has it. caused the raids to be inaccessible. This was That's something a failure that even, on this was even that. something that freaking games like World of Warcraft failed for the longest time. That even when they did implement LFG, it didn't work out. So what did they have to do in order to resolve the freaking raid situation? They had to make separate difficulties. They made yep. an LFG version that was literally toned down to the point where you could sit there and literally just walk in, stand, spam a button, win. That was it. That was yeah. it. But the loot, yeah. but the loot was, was minor. For, for, for okay. While it could be the same piece of gear that you get in the freaking normal version, the stats and everything were less. To well, where it still encouraged you to go into normal, but from LFG to normal, it was a different step. And even then, when you went from normal to heroic, it was a massive step on top of that. Because then you go from having to learning the mechanics, participating oh. in the mechanics, in order to work as a team to get the completion. When you went to heroic, you were testing your metal, you were testing your communication, your skills, your game sense, your knowledge, to the point where when you got that clear, you deserved it. You didn't get carried. You didn't get freaking mm. walked through that place mm. being handheld. You earned your completion. Testify. That is, that is freaking contest mode. And I'm going to say this right now. Bungie, okay. keep contest mode in. Put it on the yes. rotators. Yes. Put it on the freaking rotators. That's freaking Rude Nightmare. That. That's Rude Nightmare. King's Fall. Deepstone Crypt, all these bring the contest mode back, and what you did for Crota's end, apply it. And the thing, the thing about that, I'll even amend that. I'll even once a yeah. week, once a week, everybody. And you know what? Let's up the ante. Let's Ooh. keep the forty-eight hour window. Let's Ooh. not make it for the whole week. Let's keep it for the forty-eight hour window. Ooh. Contest mode, forty-eight hours, once a week. Like when Zerg drops, PV, contest modes out. I like that. It's the I like PVE that. equivalent to freaking trials. Oh, and like, like literally, like, yeah. like literally, I, I want to admit that because Tower literally just made that comparison to DMs because she's trying to be, she's trying to still be in the chat because I because I agree with that because that's the one thing that would fix the entirety of the don't put your finger in the light socket for uh, issue is everybody thinks they're gonna walk into contest mode and it's like oh I'm just gonna try and they get smacked upside the head if contest mode was a setting and everybody regardless of salt or grandpa whether it be astrocross everyone's been saying this for years that contest mode should be a setting in the game and i like that 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 uh that cajun just said that and the tower said it is that we need to view and like remember, uh, I, i've said this before as a comparison
that Bungie needs to explain elimination in PvP to casual players that this is yeah. the starting entrance before you go to trials. And that's one thing that Bungie has failed on in PvP is not having a Shaq sound alike explain to players, Guardian, this is where you go before you go face Osiris. Like, that that would fix so many problems. You would see less of people with horrible weapons and no exotics walking into trials and getting their butts kicked and feel like they're being gatekept. They would have a, a, a area to go get loot and establish their place in, 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 in the elimination first. Same comparison here. The whole point of challenge mode is, hey, you've raided before. You come in, you do the thing, and then you come in and you with the, with the crack team and do this whole thing for that. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it twisted either. Davis not even saying we're wrong on that side. Davis advocating for a, a reward that's attainable for the people that reach for the goal. I'm not even uh, like going for the reward. I don't care about the reward. Like whether you get an emblem or not, that's not my problem. I don't care personally. My issue is, is what is the standard that they want to implement as to be like, what do you need to have? Like, what echelon of player do you need to be to be able to complete this thing? It and cannot I said, I'm, be and I'm, and I'm saying the, top the, the, 10%. And I'm that saying the, 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 the data was applied at mm -hmm. Vogue. At the very least, if not Vogue at Deepstone where you have to have the knowledge, the, the yeah. team, the communication, the, the builds to go through the content and complete the, 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 the content. And then Bungie came out the, at the beginning of, or right before the season of the Splicer, during season of the, of the, of the, of the hunt. And, or, mm -hmm. or, or I think it was their hunter. Oh, it was chosen. It was chosen. Where they said, hey, doesn't matter if you're like 12 something up to 13, 14, something like that. You have this whole time frame. You don't have to do a ton of leveling up. You could go in the door and do this, but it doesn't matter if you're 1370 or, thir or 1310, you or whatever the hell it was, your level will be permanently this much ahead of that. Mm -hmm. And they were very firm on that. The rules were established. The rules were set up clear as crystal black and white, regardless of how many people read the twin. The rules were established. Same, so a perfect comparison is when Bungie implemented uh, the flawless pool and no one wanted to read the twin and then people didn't know how the flawless pool worked. So everyone listened to every content creator and got pissed uh, off at the flawless pool and thought the flawless pool was the devil when in reality, they didn't even know how the flawless pool worked to begin with. Yeah. They, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and, and then when you saw, when they took the flawless pool out of the game, like people, people didn't even know the flawless pool was gone. The, the first two weeks of the new system, people were like, cool, we're going to go in on Sunday and go get our flawless. No, you not motherfucker. Like that's what happened. And it's the, like, and, and it's, and it's part, it's partially negligence because the rules have been per, uh, like, it's, it's like, like there the whole time, but, but because Bungie doesn't make more avenues to distribute the twin, that's a that's a partial failure on Bungie. There, there's blame on both sides of the table. I'm saying the 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 the, the reprise championship rules were were established the same as the, as the new championship. The the failure for a lot of people is that they don't know the rules, and partially that's Bungie's fault. Partially it's the player's fault for not enlisting the information. We saw it in our Discord that people didn't know what's up. 
They didn't know there was somebody in the Discord today that didn't even know how to how to craft a weapon because they didn't they didn't read the twin and figure out how to craft. There's certain things that people have failed on because they haven't done the research that people need to do. There's if you want to invest the time in the game. I would argue that that is a failure of design on Bungie's part. I, I'm saying it's a failure on both parts. Like, okay, t- t- not necessarily. Uh, I'll t- 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 this. So, for my experience with Day One Crota, like I didn't have a full team. I had to keep using LOG, and you know, I know it's an extremely hard raid, and it, you know that it's a lot harder when you have to pull people that you don't play with or anything. If they can make like some sort of system that have requirements before you join an mm, LFG, yes. because that really held me back. This guy came in with tier two resilience and oh fucking God. rat king oh to Crota. God. Let's go. My boy said he was Hell, we even re- 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 we can we can re- re- reference our, our rod experience where we had a do a random dude from Australia join our LFG. He came in with what what's the damn thing called? It's my friggin' dim right here the uh the the deterministic chaos he said deterministic chaos was going to do more damage than thunderlord which we knew was fundamentally impossible because thunderlord was glitched around that time and do it was doing double damage so he was out of his damn mind and he had he had stasis mods on instead of uh solar mods on just by running a a a a freaking uh, what was it? What, what, what's not 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 uh, Starfire Protocol? He was running Starfire Protocol with Stasis mods, despite not running a single Stasis weapon. He was running Deterministic Chaos, and when we when we called him on his bullshit, his friend told him, "Hey, yeah, they're kind of right. Your build is kind of whack," and we were all laughing at him. And granted, that I I totally agree with T. That that is something that I've been saying for a long time for PvP for P, for high end PvP and PvE mm-hmm. that oh. you should have to have like if you're going into trials they should, the system should detect if you don't have a targeting mod on or or an unflinching mod on or a specific type of weapon like not like a whole like ban list because that'd be insane but like same thing for PvE if you don't have a certain stat level granted Dave is insane and runs zero recovery like a crazy person now that's Beside the point, um, <laughs> more sane than anybody else. <laughs> but in terms of what's going on, like there should be requirements of like you you have to know what your build is yes. to a certain extent to get in the door. Granted, that comes off gatekeeping, but if you're going to be such a detriment to your team that we are carrying you on your on our, on our backs, that is a failure on the player for not understanding the mechanics and not understanding how to build, and you are being a detriment to your team at that point. And that's not that's a failure on budget. That that's a failure and mastery of the game issue. Yeah. I, and let me, I'm and let still me say. advocating for that, that you should have a certain understanding of the game and how to play it to achieve victory. Like I'm not saying just anybody should be able to come in and get it clear, but there needs to be a standard of how much understanding and ability to like actually perform one needs to have. I'm and saying that the standard is already in place. Be, no, no. I'm saying how you set the difficulty. Like the difficulty of the game cannot be set so that Oh, well, the top 10% of players find this to be a, a, a little bit more difficult than usual. That cannot be your measuring stick, is the okay, enjoyment you're, you're and talking, satisfaction of the you're top talking about, 10%. You're talking about a 48-hour contest mode that happens twice a year versus the rest of the content. The rest right. of the content, 
That's just I'm gonna say this: everybody and, and in their mother is capable of game. clearing. It's a matter of game At skill. No point should a game be devised solely for a small percentage of the player base. It's not. Like, I, talking, I think that point. I think that point about a jump. very small part of the game versus yes. the rest That's of it. Okay, I, I made the point from the beginning of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the episode that this is the one act like I like that I quoted Dado where like the, the contest mode is the one time or two times a year where the sweats get to play. And the rest of the year, for the majority of the time, it's all fair game, love, and war up until when Season of Sarah yeah. and Season of Defiance came out where they, they added the plus five modifier. Other than that, yeah. like, hell, we see right now that you, me, and who and Johnny and Johnny to, uh, to Brazil can walk into, 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 into uh, freaking uh, Prestige now and go farm to, to the blue of the face. Like we, you and me, like 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 we we saw blue armor players running deep dives. You see players oh. running around the Cosmodrome and getting loot. It like th this time of year is for those players, and then contest mode is for sweats. That's their That's time to the put their dicks game. on the table and fight. That's just the base I game, will. though. Oh, sorry. That's like no, saying it's not the, the base game. That's the whole game. That's the whole game. Dives are not supposed to be something that a casual player can complete. What? That is what? the base game. They're... A regular, smegular, not tier seven, but a regular, smegular deep dive. Yeah. One that goes. Be, that's everybody. That's ritual content. Anybody yeah. should be able to complete that. That's what I'm saying. Going like everybody has access to that. The casual players have access to all of that. But, but there needs to be, no, like, ahead. with any yeah. with any sort of end game content with Destiny, there needs to be some sort of requirements that includes contest mode, that includes trials. Because I'll be solo queuing, and I'll be busting my ass, and then these two fucking blueberries, you know, bless Ooh. them, they don't know any better, are just farming yeah. armor, are running off to fucking Narnia, and I'm in a one v three because they're on the opposite side of the map. That's I frustrating. That is a one hundred percent. There needs to be requirements. For end game content, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna say this: a genuine gonna... understanding and like level of mastery of the game to complete content. Right, and that, that's the requirement. Okay. That's the that's that, that is the requirement the to understanding the, the mastery of the game, the, the build, and, and, the, and the, 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 that's the requirement yes. right there. Like and, you literally and, have said, "I want a requirement," and then you say, "Here's the requirement." That's what, what okay. you just what did. I'm saying is, okay. is the mastery of the game. You can't okay. sit here and be like, "All right, look." We're going to make this hard and make these checks so difficult that even the top 10% of players find this difficult. When only a, bad, like a very small minority of players are actually attempting the content, like, that's unreasonable. Okay. And Deva, I said this yeah. earlier. I agree with you on the, on the participation of content in the overall game, not contest mode on the overall game because that was a failure on freaking Bungie's part as far as the freaking as lack of LFG and the ability to communicate. Now I am going to say this and I agree with T. I agree with freaking Panda. Bungie has not done their due diligence in making sure that players understand the game systems in order to, to play engage in, in order to play their game and engage with the content. And I'm going to say this, I, I'm going to say this right now, Bungie, if you uh. hear this, take your rank system that you got in game 
and start locking some of the content behind it and make sure that people understand when they go up through the ranks, they not only got to hit certain milestones, but they have to demonstrate knowledge ergo to go from rank six six to rank seven. You need to be able to go into freaking nightfall and complete so many freaking nightfalls. Okay. Yes. Yes. Or freaking, hey, you, you need to be able to show that you can get 100 in a stat ooh, ooh. and go through a simple quest line ooh. that shows, hey, here's a breakdown of all the stats and what they do. Ooh, I like so that. So that way, that would be oh, so I don't great. know, they yes. understand the bucket system. Oh, my. So that yeah, way they can start way, making quad, their builds more intelligent. Quad King doesn't have to keep making videos explaining how the bucket system works. <laughs> that right there. That right there, that would help the freaking player base, especially the casual player base, to the point that when they, okay, and even locking some of the content behind the rank system, that would also stop one of our biggest gripes that we've all come to agree, that the carrying needs to freaking stop. Yes. The carrying through GMs, the carrying through freaking raids, that crap needs to stop. Sherpas, 100%, I'm a four, and hell, I'm a Sherpa myself. But the carry is doing more harm than yes. good. And the yes. fact that if you if you block some of the content behind a rank system to where, hey, you have to meet a criteria, you have to show that you can do the some of this content before getting into, into like others. This. I think that's it, that that's mm-hmm. gonna start to and that's going to start to weed out the freaking people that just want the loot and not put in the effort. Mm. Yes. But I'm going to say this, Dave, that you probably are not going to agree with that because you feel like everything should be accessible to everyone. Everything yes should be no. accessible to everyone. Hell, everyone should, have, the, Tower, Tower everyone should have the right to attempt. Yes, every, but, like, but like Tower just said in chat, nobody reads Hippie's 100 page breakdown of how armor builds work. Put it in the game. Like you, you make you make eight one be this basic bitch who hands you a armor synthesis. Make eight one perfectly agree. Hey, eight one to d- d- read dialogue for these people. You th- you think people want to read pages and pages of of lore? No, they they that Bife does it for them. Mylan does it for them. Like you need to give them audio, give them something they can look at and listen to visually. Especially Stop when we're all you're starting to understand my my like way of understanding and engaging with this game. There is okay. a vast like player understanding like issue. Too yeah, much we, of we've spoken about this before, yeah. Explained to the vast majority of players. There are so many players in here who are decent players yeah. who had to find everything out on their own. Yeah. We the did. notion that I have to go somewhere else to do a thing to learn how to play the game is it's unreasonable. That is a failure on belt on Bungie's part. I agree. I don't Watson think says that there's there's that, Diva with eight recovery. Like look, <laughs> and I make it work. That's what I'm saying. You can't add in fundamental barriers of entry that are like, oh, you gotta have this stat. Oh, you gotta have Gallahorn or kick. Oh, you gotta have Gallahorn or you can't play. That incentivizes poor community engagement. 
Agreed. Okay, and I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say that. I want to hear Tears descent real quick because I like I like when she cooks. She's been cooking with gas. I want to see what she puts out here. It's not that we're trying to cut off anybody. It's not that we're trying to gatekeep or you have to use certain loadouts. It's like you have to meet that certain DPS threshold to surpass encounters. If you don't meet it, you're holding your team back. I'm sorry. There's no other way to put it. It is what it is at that point, including in trials choose to run something that you deem ineffective right yeah. if i mm-hmm. choose to play the game in a way that you choose to be ineffective i my zero recovery right most would deem that me being a bad player but my mastery of the game allows me to play this particular way and to be effective to i will counter that do my thing and we wait a second. I, 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 I will a counter that statement though, David. I will ca- under I will like ca- these arbitrary like gates. Right. You're an outlier. You, 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 you're you're, advoca- I, you're advocating for outliers to be punished. I, I see what you're saying, but let me counter that. Perfect example. And this isn't calling out something like, like, the, 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 I'm partially calling out a fan of the show, but I like but I'm not trying to like 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 crab on them about this. I, I was yeah. teaching somebody uh like Crota after after contest mode was over, and they couldn't figure out how to make how to do the lament combo. So they asked if they could use Hero of Ages. Okay. We we know, despite Bungie hyping up the anniversary and all their great anniversary weapons, that similar to how Bequest has been in, in the pocket in like in, in the, the the collections tab for everyone for a thousand years, no one is touching Heroes of Ages because Hero of Ages is de- is definitively not optimal regardless of what you think. Like yes. and no one no one's gonna be using that. And and she tried to use that as a DPS tool and she fundamentally held the team back from completing DPS. And it wasn't her fault. It was that she did not have the mastery of the game yet to meet that threshold. And she held the team back unintentionally. And we had to pick up the slack to meet that goal. That is is a failure on the part of the person for not understanding the content. That is a failure on the part of the person for not wanting to learn. Right. That's what I'm saying. So we're we're advocating. Well, we're advocating. You can't play until you meet the requirements that I deem to be the standard. But if, but, but if they don't learn, how are they? But if there's no requirement, how are they going to be able to? Play. So, but how, if there's no requirement sort of taught to them, and the thing is, we don't even know if she if she doesn't want to learn. Hold on, I have an update. Sound playing because like someone someone followed. All right, cool. Okay. Nice. Well, thank you for the follow. But um, but like it's like we like in Tower just said in chat, you don't know if she didn't want to learn. We don't know, and I don't. I don't know. She's not here to, to advocate for that. I'm saying that when we're all kind of advocating for there to be similar to what you were saying, a standard of entry where you have to have like we like I remember we had the conversation previously on stream of the like sort of the gym badge system where you had to complete certain things. To know how to how to do certain criteria to beat certain gym leaders, to be able oh snap we we lost we lost their uh, team. Uh, she bathroom okay um so everyone look at gets to look at Craig for a minute but um but in terms of uh, like Craig is the recording bot for everyone but um 
like like in, ter- in terms of that, if if we just say, "Hey yo, tier five blueberry," you don't know nothing. You don't understand the game whatsoever. You can come into contest mode, and all they are is a detriment to their team. They have no prior knowledge. They have no nothing of what's going on, and we have to carry them on their on their backs. Hell, Watson is no. in the damn chat. Watson had did not have the, the the right setup, the right loadout. He was dying, and we had to make a swap. And oh. he and it took a while for him to understand that. And he even said just now in chat, I fall into that category of not wanting to go into trials, but he also understands that he doesn't know certain things yet. He has to work on builds and yeah. we had to make that swap. Same thing with tower tower, like, 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 like has struggled in certain categories. And she even knew that she had no place going in that in, in, in the day one category. And she has room to grow still and whatnot. Some people, like, like, like you're ad, you're advocating for, hey, you don't know what your skill level is. You should be able to go in and get your dick kicked. Go in. for fucking broke. Where if we're Some saying people learn that under fire, but Some if you, people but, but, can but learn saying, okay, evolve then actually get better, but they have to attempt it. Some but we're saying that they should okay, have to meet some criteria that way they're not holding other people back. Because look what happened to us. Watson held us back for a hot minute. It was a detriment to us. Exactly that. They will do exactly that. Hey, you're not good enough. You can't play with us right now. That is in like in and of itself, that arbitrary gate that you are saying you want is I don't feel like I should have to carry people if they can't keep up. You don't have to. You can very well say, hey, look, you gotta find another team. And then find somebody who is capable. That is well within the realm of things you can do, and it's fair. I'm not saying you got to carry somebody that can't keep up. If you can't hold your weight, you can't hold your weight, and that's fine. Uh-huh. You got to go back. You learn from your mistakes. Come back. Nobody's saying that you got to carry these people. My issue then becomes when people start putting in arbitrary gates, we go back to D1, Black Hammer, or Kick. Gallahorn or kick and it becomes toxic and it makes this arbitrary wall that is you need a pair of scissors to open the pair of scissors that you bought because you didn't have scissors and then those players either leave because they can't find teams or they just never learn because they don't have the end to get there and then it goes to feeding into the issues that we don't like. Cheaters. Ned Lemon. Now, I think Tower Tower just said it on the specific nose, though. But that's what non-contest mode is for. This is even about regular mode. This is for that. This is even about the game fundamentally. You're talking about the game game. fundamentally, though. You're saying that you need to be able... To even get into certain content, you need to have played the game and done Nightfalls and all this other stuff just to be able to play other content. Well, here, hold on. Cage, just speak on it real quick. Because, like, we, we are going to, like, like, like hitting, hitting a brick wall here. I want to I see what Cage says real yeah. quick. Yeah. So, okay. So, you're talking about a standard, right? That yeah. there should be a standard, you know, for people to get into content. But at the same time, it sounds like if we try to hold people to the standard, it's toxic. 
Okay, no. we're getting a double-edged sword right now. Right, like, like okay. you're, you're asking for so, a standard to be held, but then you're upset that there's a standard. And it's like, no, I, I'm, I'm trying to find okay. what, like, the, the, the compromise okay. oh, Let me reassert my position. Okay. So that it might help you. I feel like to complete something, there needs to be a understanding, like a general understanding and mastery of the game to complete content. Correct. There should be no gate of entry so that people can't attempt to do the content because that just locks people out and they never get in. That is bad. But okay, but okay, but mastery of content to access other content is in fact of itself a gate. Yes. Like you're 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 you going cannot, like you're going you in a circle have, right now. You cannot you ha- have something there example. and then just bypass and say, screw it, I'm gonna go in and do whatever the hell I want. You can't have your cake and ice cream and eat it at the same example. time. You can't. Trials okay, you, is doing this exact thing right now. Look, play. you want to go flawless, ooh, about to go, you can go into trials. <clears throat> you got the practice pool for the players who want to go in and just try ooh, their hands and play, go in and play and actually try to get better at trials and learn and gain that experience. That's what it's fundamentally for. Pause, for players pause, that don't pause, care pause, about going pause. Because you, you, because I've explained this to you before, how the practice pool is poorly implemented. Despite them explaining it, it it's not, it's, it's not implemented correctly. Because we know for a fact the, the the practice pool is stated as you have to flaw your card to enter yeah. that pool and leave your card flawed to be yeah. able to go into the kiddie pool playground. That's okay. not versus what is happening, which is the T already stated, blueberries are running around with whatever the hell they want and not entering that pool and are compromising people's stuff. Similarly to what happened in day one, where people who don't know what they're doing are just messing around in contest mode and have no idea what's going on and being a detriment to their team. It's the same thing i feel like i'm i'm, I'm Ugatu right now i'm on crazy pills it's the same you you just put yourself in a box where it's the Herein same thing. those players have gandered enough experience that they want to attempt how do, to how do, how do you know go that, that's, not, that's not the case because we have people in the discord who have no flawless. idea we, we have we have people in the discord who had no idea those what contest players. mode was had no idea barely what the game was and yes. went in and got their dicks kicked in we have people in the discord who can tell you that deva oh. they did that it's the, the same issue. thing as the practice pool situation they you should described. have the right to attempt them you can't arbitrarily say hey you guys don't have the experience, so you don't get to play. That you, in and of itself is unreasonable. They have the right to attempt. Just because they're not good doesn't mean that they don't get to try. Now, whether or not teams don't kick them, that is different. If you kick them, that's fine. I'm not saying you have to carry them. I'm not saying you as the team, the LFG, are obligated to keep them on your team if you see that they are a detriment. So basically what you're saying is, so basically what you're saying (laughs) is, but they have the right to attempt. Yes. So so basically what you're saying is, 
we don't have to say Yallahorn or kick, but if they come in the door and we find out that they don't have Yallahorn and they're not able to match everybody's DPS, then we can kick them is what you're yes, saying. Because they're a detriment to the team. It's, but it's there not that... is no hard gate that says you got to have a Yallahorn or get kicked. Okay, well, I want to see what T thinks from the, from the trials perspective because you got both of us kicking kick, kick it right now. Go ahead. Like, I get your point that you're worried that it's it's going to cut people off, but you got to remember there's two other people that that experience is going to hurt. Like, I, I, even duo queuing. So me and my friend Amy, she was in here. I'm not sure if she's still here. We were duo queuing trials on Meltdown. And right. we would be together. Like, you don't have to have a lot of experience, but at least stay with the team. They would never stay with the team at all. Do you know how many times I've lost my seventh win because two other blueberries were off doing fuck all? Like, at least three or four times now. And they would be on their first game in, and I'm on my seventh win. It is so fucking frustrating to have to deal with that. And it's nothing against them personally, but if they, if you do not play trials, you need to go in with a partner or a team. Something like that to hold your hand. Because, you know, solo is not the way to go if you don't do it. Because it, it ruins the experience for everybody else. And especially with this new pooling system that they have now, it's so, it's so fucking weird. I it's horrible. It. It's horrible. I want to be and, Oh, go ahead. Keep cooking. It's, it's not that you're up. trying to gatekeep it off to anybody. It's just the fact that you're you're hurting the majority by allowing that to happen. Like I would look on trial support, and this guy has like uncontested comp division, less than 500 hours in PvP. Like I was fucked <laughs> many times with players like that. And it's not that they're bad players. It's just that they need more experience. I was one of those people too, you know. But I never went fucking solo in trials because I fucking knew better. I was gonna fuck it for everybody. And it's like I think I think who's like, gotten it, it, all of his trials like flawless clears as a solo player who sucked at PvP, mind you. I suck at PvP. I can tell you, LFG for trials, if you're a solo player and you're just new to the game, go ahead and wrap it up. 2.0 or uh, right. KD or Kit. Like arbitrary gates are already put in by the community. So right. if you're a solo player and you want to engage with the content. You're telling them by saying, hey, look, either you get good or before you attempt or you can't come in here and play. It turns into those players being like Diva is now. Somebody who can go flawless, but genuinely, I no longer care to engage with the content. Like, because it's not for me. And granted, a lot of players are going to, like, find their niches. But gatekeeping and saying, hey, look, you suck, so you shouldn't be trying to play. No, nobody's saying that they suck. I think I think what Dave was trying to say is like he wants free reign for everyone to go get their dick kicked in and then fuck yeah. around and find, he, he wants to fuck around and find out system. He wants to fuck around and find out system. But we're saying that fuck around and find out system is a detriment to the majority of the player base. Like thank you. That, that, that's what, that's what, thank you. I, I think that itself is a detriment to the community because it turns into like uh, coils of Bahamut. Uh, Final Fantasy it, 14. Right, like, like, it, it, the it, player base runs so dry that even the people who are competent don't have teams. Like, the lifeblood of Destiny is its casual player base. But at the and same so time, many though, people advocate to cut those people out that genuinely the PvP like uh, player pool right now is abysmal because casual players no longer wish to engage. 
Now let, let, let me give you a hypo. Okay. Let me okay. give you a hypo. Okay. 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 Hold on, hold on. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this with my whole ass chest right now. Say it. When it comes when it comes to the PVP situation, the PVP situation is a very complex yeah, we, and a bigger discussion that we want to get into right now. Right. Okay. Like, that, that, because the there's so much going on on that scene that it's not as simple as casuals don't want to engage with the content. There's so much more to that. There's a whole other. Body but I'm that. going to I say think. this as someone who has played a crap ton of MMOs for the longest time yes if you open up pandora pandora's box and let the freaking blueberry who just started their account five minutes ago have access to every single bit of content match make into every single bit of content you will see an absolute shit show of a time to the point yes. where the only people that are getting the content cleared are the ones that are forming the group outside and will never use matchmake because look, look of what, that problem perfect because i'm going to tell you right now the only way to solve the problem that you're talking about is to make a separate difficulty for all the various contents for these individuals to matchmake into but at the same time make a non-matchmade version of all that content to where those such as day one raid teams or clans or Sherpas are going to take their teams into because they don't want to deal with the absolute freaking complete bare bones individuals that do that want to play the game. Don't get me wrong. I love them. They want to play the game, enjoy the game, but they don't take the time to mm. read the information that Bungie puts out. They don't take the time to understand what game, what weapons are doing good when is it a good time to use shotguns and fusion rifles versus a trace rifle? When is it a good time to be using a primary? When's it a time to use a rocket launcher versus a fusion rifle? It's that type of knowledge for some of this higher content that not just any random blueberry can go running into. And when you open up that door, it's going to make the game into a shittier situation than what it currently already is. And a perfect example of this, it's kind of already kind of materialized. We, be, because if you, like, and T, and T and I can protest to this, it's it's kind of what's happening to, to Trials right now, where they not only took away the Flawless Pool, but they took away card-based matchmaking. And they added Fireteam-based matchmaking on top of that, where the minute Fireteam-based matchmaking became a thing, you saw people fleeing and making sure they had triple stack teams to make sure they evaded the the two stacks and the randoms or they don't mess with or which is the reverse option which people don't want to face those hardcore players so some of the hardcore players do solo queue to avoid that system it's sort of materialized already where people are trying to avoid either take advantage of the shitty players or if they want the challenge and have the right the right competitive seed there's triple stacking to face that competitive seed like what Cajun said just made perfect sense and like i get what you're saying you want accessibility to everybody but when do we finally put the nail on the door and say hey you are becoming a detriment to everybody and then if they become a detriment to everybody it becomes a chicken over the egg or a dragon eating its own tail of we, we like that that environment creates the gallow horn or kick of like hey you, you are you're being a detriment to us you're gone 
you're being kicked. And then they, we have people who have come into the Discord recently who say, I've been kicked for multiple teams for not having good like, like good, good DPS or not having this or that or this part, this thing or that, and I've been a detriment to my team, and, I, and people are being toxic to me. And it, it, it's, oh. it's, it's a dragon eating oh. its own head. And we can go on for hours about this. Like, at, at, that, at that point, it becomes a fundamental issue of game design where some exactly. games are Pokemon and some games are Elden Ring where you can go fight whoever the fuck you want from Joe. And it's like, exactly. or, or, or better, better comparison would be some games are Pokemon Red and some games are Pokemon Scarlet and Violet where, like, you can go Here fight whatever gym lady my, you want. My question. That being exactly what you just said, right? Why not advocate for Bungie to do a better job of teaching its players how to play its game? Other than, hey, we put out a weekly newsletter every week on our app. Why don't you go read that so you can know, like, all the upcoming changes? Like, why is there no in-game? Like, we've already we've already talked yeah. about that. We like, like, that, that's we, beside the point. Yeah, we've already we, we, we've already we beat that that, that drum up, uh, multiple times, I and agree. even tweeted to Bungie and about we, that. We, I, and, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say this: I agree more. with Twizzy in chat right now. That's your responsibility as a gamer. Twizzy just said it in chat. Like if you, if you you accepted the TOS, you accepted the TOS. You have to be able to communicate and know certain things. Same thing with the trials thing, with the trials thing, where some people didn't know what Flawless Pool was. They listened to a couple of crappy YouTubers and, 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 and crucified Flawless Pool on, on a cross. And then when Flawless Pool was gone, they're like, where's Flawless Pool? I'm not liking trials anymore. Where's Flawless Pool? And because they didn't read the twin, they're at a detriment. So it, 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 it's sort of like, wait, at what point do we say not get good, but when do we say you need to put the work in, you need to be a player and instead of, because we don't want to be toxic. Never, we, ne we never advocate for toxicity. When do okay. we say, well, put your foot first, put your work in and put the, 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 the necessary work in. Themselves. We, because that because you can only lead a horse to water. You can't make a drink. It becomes exactly. like it, it, exactly. It's, it, it's that you can lead them as far as you can. We we've said multiple times in the show that Bungie is at fault for a good chunk of the communication barrier. Some of it's not their fault that they're at a detriment for because some of them are being sent death threats and shit. But at the same time, some of this stuff is at their is at their at, is at their fault. But in other cases, they've let they've led the horse to the water. But sometimes motherfuckers don't drink. And at that point, mm -hmm. you kind of have to be like, hey, put the work in or don't play the game. And, it, and it's like, you don't want to be that person, but you kind of like, like how we had to do Watson, where it's like, hey, I, I gave you soft love at first and explained, hey, you, you can come back later and we'll help you later when, when your builds are better. And then it got to a point where finally we said, you got to go. It's the same thing where you have to be able to say, hey, yo, you have to come back later when you're better at the game. And I know you're looking for a free market where everyone can fuck around and find out. But but if it's to the point where it's a detriment to everybody, at some point, you're going to hear that Gallahorn or kick story. And it might be it might not be a real Gallahorn or kick story. So it's like it's it, it's it's a really like double edged sword, like Cajun said. But like we we've gone back and forth. We we've we've sort of hit, hit an impasse. I kind of want to like give each encounter a rating since we're hitting about two hours here on the show. So, so right on ahead. Lanterns. 
in terms of reworking and, and, and experience, how does everybody feel? See, you start. I think it's great. It's better than just running away from something that's going to explode and fighting off thrall. Like, honestly, I like I like how they made it a little bit more challenging with the meatballs. Yes. And the uh, constant think, passing of buffs. Uh, David, how do you feel? I concur. Like, genuinely, I relatively enjoyed the new mechanics. It oh, forces definitely. people to stop with the, like, I'm just here for a clear behavior. Mm-hmm. And actually forces people to actually talk and engage with each other. And get people talking. I like it. I like to see Bungie changing player behavior. Let's fucking go. Keep it up, Bungie. Agent, your thoughts on, on Lanterns? Okay. Uh, Lanterns, I never played D1, so I went into this completely blind. What they did with Lanterns, I think is good. I think they overtuned Lanterns. Ooh. And, oh. and I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, okay? Oh. To me, when it comes to lanterns, there's just way too much going on. And I said this at the beginning, yeah. uh, before the podcast, this first encounter, like to me, a raid should build up. And Crota's end, I'm going to say this right now, it feels like it builds down. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Because okay. if you, if you, if you either just, if you either just one item... In Lantern, whether it's the visibility, the meatballs, or maybe the timer for engulf, it's not as crazy as the freaking is. Because right now, as it stands, and I learned this today, doing a Sherpa run is rough. This is going to be an extremely challenging time for a lot of Sherpas. Because even right now, a lot of, and I reached out to some Sherpas, they're trying to find optimal routes. Because there's bugs with eager edging, even with strand, even if everybody's <laughs> doing stranding, freaking launching over pendulums, that's even not a guarantee that someone's not going to freaking die for some stupid oddball reason. And even then, there have been a couple of bugs with the freaking enlightenment to where it's like, if yeah. there's one death at the, if there's one death at a bad location, it's a freaking white. Okay. I see what you're saying. Um, my, my quick thought on, on lanterns is the only things I would change, I'm, I, this, this is something specifically for the whole raid. Put the chalice meter somewhere else. Thank you. Because yeah. we, because you have well modifier, you have mo- you have banner of war, you have everything else that pops on your right your left side. Put it on the right side. Put the put the meter on the right side of your screen, and then specifically for lanterns. Just sort of tighten that hitbox for the pendulum a little bit. Because one thing I kept saying during uh, Sherpa runs was just because you think you're away from that pendulum, you're not. So tighten that hitbox a little bit on them balls, and I'm fine. I love everything about it. I love that it forces communication. I love that it, 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 it puts you under pressure. I love that it makes you think. And it stops the what, I, what I've coined the Ron uh, sickness, the, the, the Ron uh, syndrome, where everyone thinks all they have to do is add clear. I love it. Um, bridge. Uh, Cajun. Bridge, how you feeling? Bridge to me felt good. Bridge to, bridge to me felt balanced out of all the encounters. Agreed. It felt like it was one good communication. It required good communication. It also required good knowledge as well as at times it challenged the individual players to be able to stand on their own. 
Mm-hmm. So this was a testament of not only good teamwork, but also good solo work as well. Mm-hmm. So to me, this was a very balanced encounter. And what they did, chef kiss. Okay. See, how you feeling? Um, honestly, I really liked Lanterns. I didn't think it was, I mean, it was a little bit, it was, it was busy, but they had to make it busy because you if you bridge? did it, or, oh shit, I'm back in Lanterns. Okay. I'm on bridge <laughs> now. Sorry. I'm up to speed. Sorry. My brain went bloop. Um, bridge was actually not that bad. I mean, the contest mode, it was extremely challenging, but I like the fact that you, you've always had to keep busy. Somebody always had to have a buff. Mm-hmm. Somebody always had to be doing something like totems. When he had three people on the other side, now they had to stand on totems. And, you know, somebody fuck it up by stepping on mid-plate on the other side. And yeah. no, there's nobody on totems that caused a wipe. I really liked that. It was challenging. It was worth it to me. I dug Like, that. that's what I really enjoyed. Dave, how you feeling? I was too easy. <laughs> okay. I know that's a controversial way to look at it. But okay. Genuinely, bridge was too easy. I know a lot of people struggle with it, but I genuinely uh, believe that it is a, a mastery, like uh, Cajun said. Uh, a test of whether or not you can keep up comms, balance, uh, juggling a buff, and like standing on your own for like ad clear. But genuinely, a lot of people just stood around killing ass the whole time. It, you know, like yeah. genuinely, I think that's too. Easy. You know, I feel like they could have spiced it up a bit. But I'm, but I'm gonna tell you right now, the fact that some of the things that they were throwing at the players, uh, even like barrier champions, it, yeah. Even the freaking barrier champions and how often those were coming out. I'm gonna tell you right now, there are some players they can't handle a barrier champion by themselves. Yeah, I, 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 I will no, say I, 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 I will say I, I agree with with everything that was said here. Ironically enough, because similar to how it reminded me of totems, it reminded me of Gatekeeper from Vogue, where some people don't know how to handle an overload champion by themselves on a plate. Some people don't know how to hold the yod on all I stand their ground. So, but other people are running a buff around and doing five different things. So, I, I, if 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 I had it my way, I'd make the drop into the pit, start at the bridge, and then you walk into lanterns. That's how I change that up. But that's just my two cents. Um, ear you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start first because I, I I have the most praise for ear you as someone who did D one. They finally made the bitch a threat. Oh yeah. my god, they finally made the bitch a threat. And man, I love it. I love I, I will say the only thing I don't enjoy is they need to like tighten the the the, the door hitbox because if if someone just runs too close to that door while they're trying to run to a different door, they lose enlightenment. And that's a bit of a con, but otherwise, Ear Ute is like my favorite encounter because it makes you test your metal, it makes you think, it makes you have a great DPS check. I love it. I, it, it, I, I and the, the one thing I love differently from planets is if you don't hit your DPS check, it's not just reset and try it again. It's you fucked up, restart. And I like that. I like that a yep. lot. Uh, T, how you feeling? I agree. I agree with that. Like, playing Hell it. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. KJ, how you feel about Ear You, your favorite girl? So, Ear You, you were right on the money. Great DPS check, number one. Number two, um, I do agree that freaking hitbox on the doors, they got to freaking tweak that crap. Let's tighten it a little bit. Outside like, of that, outside of that, it was a good encounter. This was the next balanced one, in my in my opinion. KJ? 
Not Gadrip. Uh, Dave, I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. It's, 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 we've been going too long. Dave, how you feeling? Mixing me up. Oh, my dear. This, this was your, this was oh your Mothman God. era. This was your Mothman era. How you feeling? <laughs> Genuinely, I thought it was pretty fun. Like, I think the challenge was there. I felt like they definitely could have, like, tuned it a little bit better. I, I felt like the way that the battlefield was set up, is for especially dealing with ads and the such, I felt like it was a little undercooked. It was too much standing around for me. Like, Fair. people literally just that. stood in the, the, the middle room, cleared ads until we figured out where to go. There definitely could have been more movement on that front. Uh, and I feel like that would have definitely helped teams uh, diversify their, their plan of action. But genuinely, once you got the mechanic down, it was like a fucking cakewalk. I will agree with that. I will say, I think the one thing I would fix about your Ute, make a definitive creature be killed to, to, to trigger Shriekers, not like a, a random amount of knights. That's the one thing I would change because one thing that we kept dealing with during contest mode is how many knights trigger the Shriekers. And sometimes no knights would even go to one side. I, I think that's the one thing I would change is make it defin like if anything, make it a make like make it an anti barrier that comes out on both sides. Kill an anti barrier, pop a trigger, go in and grab the chalice. Make a definitive creature that you that you kill to spot to, to open the shrieker. That's like the one thing I would change. Crota, I will say ha my favorite moment. Shout out to Fallout plays. For 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 announcing the stronghold strat at 11 p.m. on on Saturday, because man, it was so funny too. Because Cajun had a great idea of hey, why don't why doesn't why doesn't a group of motherfuckers just hold a uh, fucking uh uh lament endlessly and block damage while someone runs in with a sword? Only for Fallout to drop a video five seconds later saying hey, um. Uh, why don't you uh, come like, like just run stronghold with lament and hold the sword infinitely? And I was like, "Bet I'm gonna do it." And I sat there like, "You can't kill me, motherfucker!" And it was so much fun. So that was my favorite part. But also, it was it was so satisfying killing him, man. The the everything about contest mode felt balanced. I felt like. Even if it wasn't the stronghold strat, you needed someone to occupy Crota to a certain extent because in contest mode, he would just rain fire and it was a pain in the butt. And if your team wasn't cranked to the nines, Crota was going to end you. I, I feel like Crota was perfect in every way. If, you, if your team wasn't baked to the nines, it was perfect. I loved it. Uh, uh, Dave, I'm going to let you start because you've been starting last uh, the last couple times. I don't mind going last. It's not. Uh, as far as, like, Crota went, I think I really enjoyed the fact that the Crota encounter on day one really, like, turned the general, like, raid strategies for DPS and encounter running upside down. That being, like, getting teams to understand, like, look, it's not a fucking race to a finish. It's more about, like, pacing the encounter and not... Uh, like sprinting through the encounter exactly. to get to the end because I noticed a big <laughs> issue we were having was like we were so busy trying to rush down the encounter to be done with it or to get to damage phase that so much we ended up causing ourselves a lot of problems and I really enjoy that like changing player behavior will always 
be uh like top tier on my list of shit. And I feel like Crota really did that. It really got people out of the mindset of like rush, 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 rush to get stuff done. Genuinely. Top tier. I don't know. Cajun? So contest mode, it definitely felt like an absolute challenge and it was, you know. Now talking from the contest mode clear. They, I feel like they need to tune Crota a, a bit more in the upward direction, the, in the harder difficulty. Oh. Because, look, we announced it earlier and we said it. I went for to man. I was able to freaking two man or one man, both towers, jump down, kill ogres. I was able to take care of that to where basically the team just had to sit there, trade the chalice, and we only needed two swords to crack his shield. <laughs> That's and then true. With, and then with freaking, you could either use uh, Legend of Acrius or you could use freaking Bequest. Bequest has come thing. out of nowhere. Right, exactly. Or even still lament if you know the combos and you got surges, you could freaking one-phase Crota. And to me, for an end boss, that should not be the case. Yeah. Like, if you're absolutely cracked out and skilled, oh, absolutely. But... I'm seeing a lot of freaking LFGs get into there and one phase them pretty freaking easily. It's like, come on. They could have dialed this up a little bit more in the normal mode. Contest mode felt great. Normal feels a bit lackluster, and I think Bungie could have done that a bit more. Like I said, my only gripe with the whole raid is lanterns. Everything else, Bridge and uh, Deathsinger, great. Crota, it felt like, eh. Okay. See, I agree with Cajun. It was okay. too easy. Um, honestly, like y'all go on the swords. Like the first time we ever did it, we almost one phased him, and this was on normal mode. And everybody was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then we went back in and then did it again, and then he was done. Damn. Granted, okay. I died because I'm accident prone, but he still died very quickly. It was. It was. I think it needs to be a little. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Um, well, final grades, folks. I'm, I'm thinking a good like eight point five out of ten. I, 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 I'm gonna go with a nine out of ten. I'm gonna go with nine out of ten. How y'all feeling? Yeah, I go eight point uh, five, seven. Okay, fair I enough. Would, fair enough. I'd say nine, only one point because Crota is a little bit easy. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, are we talking about normal mode or contest? I'm saying I'm saying normal. overall in, ter- in terms of the changes, oh, in terms of everything. Oh. I'm saying nine nine out of ten for changes for difficulty for making oh. it a, a competent rate. I say nine. Eight and a half then for both. Yeah, of if, if, if group consensus is eight and a half, we'll, we'll call it eight and a half for group consensus. So Cosmodrome Radio rating eight and a half out of ten. Yep. That's how we're going to do T, you are the guest. What is your closing statement for this episode of Cosmodrome Radio? I had fun. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. And, right, you know, talking about all the different points. I can't wait to come back. Hell yeah. Next week's going to be awesome. All right. Cajun, how are you feeling? What is your closing statement after everything? Crota contest mode was a freaking great step in the right direction. I think as far as the contest mode overall, Crota <laughs> rework and Crota's end in Destiny 2. Um, hey, community, you better be careful what you wish for next time. And you better be careful not to freaking talk some smack because guess what? Bungie just showed y'all. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it because a lot of y'all are a lot of y'all are eating freaking foot right now. And y'all starting to realize how nasty your feet are. Anyways. Fair enough. Um, David, how you feeling? 
my final statement. Uh, community, always remember that, you know, a challenge is never a bad thing. I know a lot of people feel like absolute uh, dog water right now. But remember that challenges are here to, like, spice up the game. And just because you didn't get it done this time doesn't mean you won't get it done next time. But don't absolutely go ape shit on people because they're like, oh, I enjoyed the challenge. Da, 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 da. Let them have their fun. And let's remain civil or as civil as possible. Fair enough. Um, I want to say I think this was the challenge that everybody needed to a certain extent. I think that this raid will end Ron Syndrome, as I have coined it. The age yep. of Ad Clear is over, and we are on to great, greener pastures. Um, we will be back next week for a brand new episode. We have f- decided that next week's going to be a PvP summit. So we're going to go, uh, go. We're going to curate the guest list and get that probably like set up by, by Tuesday at reset. So we will be making announcements about who will be here for the PvP summit. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for at least a full fire team, if not seven. So that'll be a dope experience. We'll be back for a good time. Um, and we, like, don't forget, folks, that you can guess this podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Uh, like, uh, hopefully, in the next 24 hours, the audio version will be live. But you still have 42 other episodes that you can listen to right now on, on, the, on the, your, your audio platform of choice. And you can follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio. And you can, if you're looking for brand new merch, matter of fact, I, I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up real quick while I'm sitting here because I want to make sure everyone sees how dope this shirt is. Because, man... Like sketch worked her their butt off. Like you look at this art, and if you look at this, I'm gonna go ahead and just like matter of fact, let me just like do it like this. I'll do it like this real quick. I know I know we gotta wrap the show up. Uh, window yeah, caps. Yeah, I got I gotta get going, man. All right, bet. So yeah, like Cage is gonna roll out, but can we just take a minute and look at the quality of this shirt? Make sure you cop that if you are looking for the Chronos and Ray shirt for the Cosmo Joe Radio. We got our mascot Craig sitting there hanging out with us. But we will be back next week for a brand new episode, folks. Peace out.